better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin. Uh, welcome to episode 277 of Bloods R Russ. We are back with another episode. Um, it's just me and Martin today. Uh, yep. Martin has returned back from his holiday. So Martin, yep. uh, I, do you know what? Let's, let's take a slight pause. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, like um, in like the war movies, like um, where like a, an old soldier's like being laid to rest, they do like the the um the like the oh, what's it fucking called where they do like the they they shoot all the guns in the air kind of thing oh yeah like, the, i can't remember what it's called fatness of like fanfare or something like yeah, that yeah there's what? a particular word for it basically like so, yeah. showing honor for the dead in it um mm. not, not to be so not to be so morbid um but like yeah. um literally i've mentioned on many times before that like you know um, we we are in a sense part of a a, a greater podcasting community on mm-hmm. online kind of thing, and um, I've not like actually listened to the special announcement, but um, yeah. last night it, it sounded like PCL, uh, pop culture leftovers are going to be going on for an extended hiatus slash okay coming to an end, um. You know, and they, like I, I always say that if um, nerds the podcast, formerly known as Nerd Porn, is like mm-hmm. our forefathers, then pop culture leftovers is probably like our spiritual ancestors. Um, yeah, because I, I started listening to nerds, nerd porn, way back when I think like maybe like in two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. And yeah, um, yeah. Pop Culture Left was one of the podcasts that they used to always recommend. Um, and I think I just saved up a lot of episodes and then went on a binge. And uh, between Aaron always saying that, ah, uh, if you got a passion, you should start your own podcast. And Brian and Jake, and Jay also saying the kind of same thing. Like, obviously, if you think you can do what we, not in like in a mean way, but if they were like, if you think you kind of like do what we do, like you should like, we encourage people to do your own podcast. Like, they mm-hmm. gave advice, they gave tips, like, you know, they were never um, scared to, like, promote you on their podcast in terms in terms of, like, being scared to, like, lose their listeners. Um, they were always willing to share information and, um, yep. like, seeing all the emotional posts, like, I got quite sad last night, like, I, I shed a couple of tears because, like, oh, no. when you've been, when you've been, like, and, and and I'm also so, like, obviously I'm pretty I'm pretty confident they'll still do C C they'll still do C two E two, but I think like the C two E two dynamic might feel it might feel a little bit different now. Do you know what I mean? But like 
I've actually gone to America to meet these guys and not just the, yeah. the guys that are um the host of the podcast but like all the other people in the community like I, I was able to meet Rebecca I was able to meet Daniel Hopner um the Marables um I got to meet oh my days I forget why I don't know why I forget her name um oh I'm kicking kick my head because I can see her I can see her face and I just can't <laughs> remember her name and at the same time, yeah, I don't want to be racist to say the wrong name. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen, but still, I just don't want to be racist. So you want to get it right, especially your record. Um, but like, I've met, so I got, uh, I was so thankful to meet like that member of the community. And like, even not just the guys in America, like even over here, like Dan West and Matt Kirby, yeah, I speak to them like literally every other week. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know, I've been to their house and like I've gone I've gone gone drinkers, I've gone to the pub with them. And like John in Tokyo, like I've got a fr- I've got a friend in Tokyo, fam. Like, you, and that is through pop culture leftovers. So like That's amazing. They've done a lot of things, not just being, you know, an entertainment podcast. So like I I'm 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 a little bit scared to listen to their special announcement because I think like it's only like three minutes long, yeah. But I feel like by the end of it, I'll just be in. I, I think I'll just be fun crying in it. Like, like, like <laughs> I said, all, fun crying. All slum dripping out. I'll be crying. Yeah, so I, I, I think, I think, and do you know what it is as well? Like, because when um, Heroes of Noise kind of went through something a little bit similar, um, I think I left their 200 ep- episode on the feed and I didn't listen to it. Like, I just had it there to kind of like, um, almost in like, just to keep it there in the hopes that they come back in it and like yeah and, and they did and and here's a nice did drop an episode like the other day so like i and also another reason i didn't listen to episode 200 is because um i guested on that episode but yeah even just saying that dan, dan um not dan west dad ramirez and steve hudson from here's a nice like i don't think we would have connected if it wasn't for pop culture, pop culture leftovers and i had the privilege of me of, i had the privilege of meeting dan at c2e2 as well um so like yeah, I think it's it's I think it's it's nice when not only are you a fan of the of the podcast, but also you've been invited on and everything like that. Yeah. You get to meet people with like actual you get to actually connect with these people who you hear on your on the podcast. Um in fact they encouraged you to you to start Blurs of Us. Yeah. Um so it's been a whole journey with them um for you. Of, of course you regularly um, appeared as a guest on the on the podcast too. So I understand it's 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 emotional that you know so like the four our forefathers are um taking a long hiatus an extended hiatus and yeah man it's, you know for, at least for the foreseeable future you know you're gonna be hearing the the um the, all, all voices in the podcast together like that mm. so it's tough and obviously like i'm probably still gonna like annoy brian and jake every once in a while by messaging them and like what's a decent time for me but it's probably like i don't know stupid o'clock in the morning for them <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still gonna be a pain in their ass in their ass and um message them at random times but like it's it's gonna be weird like on a on because nothing before they dropped the episodes on a saturday um mm-hmm. it's gonna be weird like not like waking up on a saturday morning and seeing there's a an episode of pop culture leftovers and like yeah man like it's 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 gonna it's gonna take some adjustment, man. And it's one of those ones you like you knew at some point it's gonna end, did it? I just didn't expect it to end now. 
Um, but I can understand some of the reasons. Well, not some of the reasons. I can understand the reasons behind why they might want to take a why they might want to take a break. Um, mm-hmm. I hope the community stays together. Um, like the Facebook page is pretty active. Um, mm-hmm. Even when episodes don't get dropped, um, we're always sharing banter with each other. Uh, Marable does um, a, a late night Zoom call every once in a while on a Saturday. Like I might even message him um, after we're done recording and ask him maybe to um, do one, and we could, we could almost kind of hold hold a little PCL vigil <laughs> <laughs> uh, over, over over Zoom uh, tonight. And um, like obviously, the leftover army podcast is still going. Uh, Hopner's still uh, dropping his leftover monster episodes. Um, vintage vintage geeks are still out there. Um, obviously, we're 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 still going strong. Like th- th- that's the, that's the maddest thing. Like at one point, this could have been us because you know we, we went through a little turbulent period where we you know we some of the hosts couldn't be on as much and we had to change things around. And then even with the move and getting married, um, there was moments where I was just like. Oh, I kind of just want to take a, a break, break, um, yeah. but like, because it is a lot to watch. It's a, it's, 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 it's not just sitting on, turning on your mic and just talking. Like mm-hmm. there are some elements of that, but then you, you've got to do the work sometimes. And like sometimes we watch some absolutely shit. Like <laughs> certain <laughs> things that if if it wasn't for the fact they're like pop culture related or part of like our fandoms. We probably would watch like ten minutes and just be like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm not watching any more of this shit." Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. getting out to the cinema, like, yeah, I've got a limitless, but I've still got to drive to the cinema. I've still got like, especially nowadays, yeah, fucking hell. Like the cinema, going to the cinema is about three, four hours of my day to watch yeah. one film. Like it, um, it, it's it's like yeah. what a thirty minute drive maybe mm-hmm. there. Then I've got to sit, then depending on if like I'm getting there for the actual start time that's advertised, then I've got to mm-hmm. sit through 20 minutes of trailers. That's so that's what, 50 minutes? Yeah. Then most films now are about anywhere between two to three hours. So that's three hours and 50 minutes. And then it's a half an hour dri- uh, drive home. That's four hours, 20 minutes. Like, I remember there was days here where I could go to the cinema and I could watch maybe like three, four films in one day. Like I couldn't yeah. do that now. The films are too long. Like my, my, <laughs> my bladder honestly can't keep up. Like unless it's a super engaging film, yeah. Mm. Or like I've made sure that I've drank no water that morning or that or like within two hours of me going to that film, yeah. Just so you like, can sit down so, there and just yeah, watch Sometimes everything. my bladder yeah. is not making it. I have, to, I have to run out of the cinema and be, be like, please let me have picked a point, yeah. Where the movie's shit, that I'm not gonna miss nothing. <laughs> or if I've gone with someone, I could be like, look, film me when I get back, I'll be like 30 seconds. So mm. it, it's 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 you know, so I, I, I rate them and like for those that have listened to the episodes, yeah, like we fuck around like we fuck around a lot in it, but like they put in work. Like they they look at all the rumors, they look at all the articles. Like at one point we did used to do the news. But it just got long, and I was just like, "I'm not doing it." It's like if there's something like very critical that comes out, we might talk about it. Mm-hmm. But like doing the anime news, which you you took the lead on, doing the gaming news, doing the movie news, doing the Marvel news, doing the DC news, like they did that every week without, like pretty much without fail. 
And it wasn't mm. just like one story and then move on to the next. They would have like three or four stories. They would have like proper debates. Like they would like like they fact checked and like referenced their source their sources. I'll just be like, yeah. yeah, this article said that. Yeah, cool. Let's let's carry on. Like, but they would actually mm. reference like they, so. It, 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 they weren't no like um shoddy operation, if that makes sense. Like, they yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they did their thing, man. Like, and um. I will get all the full details when I can finally stop being a bitch and listen to the announcement. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm pretty sure um, their patrons still gonna be running. Um, I'm pretty. I'm. Pre- I, I hope that Brian will still like guest on other people's podcasts because again, he's got his own show. But if you hit him up, I was like, "Yo, Brian, I'm doing this episode um, on a Tuesday evening. Yeah. I don't know, seven p.m. Central." As long as he wasn't working, like he would um, jump on. Like he was on our hand. I, I want to say he was on a hundredth episode. He jumped on that with us. Um, you know, he had me on his Black Panther episodes, which was a, a, a very huge honor because that was like a super black PCR episode um, where, like, literally five of the guests were other people of color. So that was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and. Um, yeah man like it, it it's it's gonna take some getting used to it, it, it is it's really gonna be an adjustment because like definitely I, I think i was like 22 mate well everyone's been saying that oh they've they've been they you know they've been going for 10 years so that means that literally i jumped on pc listening to pcl when i was probably about 24 which mm-hmm. is mad it's absolutely mad. I was in my what third year of university. Well, no, my sec my second year at Kingston, but maybe my my retake here. Like mm-hmm. that's when I started listening to them. Like that is absolutely insane. Like literally, these I I've been listening to this podcast as long as I've had my TV. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know how insane that is? Like yeah, that is yeah, absolutely. And like it's it's magic because they've they've got they've got a listener called um Finn in it. And I mm-hmm. think Finn started listening to them at like the age of twelve, and like he's now like twenty two. Like he's just, I think he's just finished like his um uh, college degree, or if he's not finished, he's maybe in like his his final final year. So mm-hmm. like it, it's it's mad how like people have actually just like been friends and like like in a sense, yeah, listening to the podcast, I've watched a child actually grow from like. A scr- well, he's still scrawny, but like from a scrawny <laughs> from a scrawny little kid into a scrawny little adult, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, I, oh man, it's actually it's actually mad. It's actually mad. But yeah, I felt like it wouldn't it wouldn't be um right if I didn't like give a mention to them and uh, give, all the work give, they've done. Give, yeah, give them their flowers, pay homage mm. in a sense, um, show them a bit. Like I don't know if Brian or Jake will ever hear this, but for those that you know our, our crossover listeners um that listen to them and listen to us like i'm pretty sure you all have your own sentiments you all have your your own stories of like you know what pcl's done for you like there's there's been times where like i wouldn't go as far as saying i was depressed or anything but there's times where, like i've just had a shit day in it and then i'll just sling on a, an episode of pcl and like the banter that they have between each other like i just can't help but laugh in it like there's been times i've been working out in the gym yeah and I'm trying to bench like 100 kilograms, yeah. And then Jake will just like say something so jokes, yeah. 
that I'll just burst out laughing and I swear I feel like I'm gonna just drop the weights on my neck because <laughs> I'm just laughing so hard. So um, yeah, man. Like again, m- much love, much respect for the work that they do. Um, I hope one. I need to jump on their Patreon if they're gonna be ca- if they're gonna be carrying on their Patreon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try. I mean, something. I'm trying to have to jump on that um, just to keep that, mm. keep that going. Um, just to keep hearing their voices. Um, and again, I'm I'm grateful. Like I'm, I've got them as Facebook friends, so you know I can always drop them a message. Um, they they've never ever once been like fuck off kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, like I'm busy. Don't <laughs> can you me, imagine like, if if they were? They just a simp. Like I said, sometimes I just message them dumb stuff in there. Like, what do you think of this? Like, I know you're the experts in this. Like, what's your opinion? Like, you could easily just say like, wait till the episode. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna talk about an episode. Just wait. But sometimes I just get excited and I'm just like, I really want to hear what they have to say. So I might just yeah. drop a message. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no. Nah. So once again, man. Like, um, I don't know if it's the last post. Or where you know the guns or the you know the planes flying over, yeah. planes flying over. Like they des- they deserve all that in it in terms of mm-hmm. how much entertainment that they put out. Like I think they are. Oh, I want to say numbers wise, I think they nearly hit. Episode, there was maybe like three seventy five. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. Three hundred and seventy five. Wow. I'm trying to look it up. If if not, well that that's three hundred and seventy five. Like numbered episodes, do you know what I mean? Because mm. they have they have interviews with um comic book creators, they have interview with voice actors, like fucking ridiculous. So from what I can see on my um Apple podcast, it's saying that they've got three hundred and sixty episodes. But I do know in recent in recent um recent weeks, I think Apple has like Yeah, so it's more than that because episode the the last episode that I listened to, which is Night of a Jew, was episode 456. Like, that's wow. insane. 456 episodes. And like I said, that's not including the interviews that they've done with comic book creators, um, people in the industry. They, they, oh, if I had a hazard a guess, maybe they're touching maybe 600 episodes. Like that's a fucking. It's, lot. It's, it's, it's impressive all the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah. Like we're we this is two hundred seventy seven. I think we've only got maybe five like extra episodes where it's not number titled and we've like done an interview or something. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like, and I think we've been yeah. going since. Hmm. I think maybe 2000, t- 2016? Maybe 2016, because I started listening to Bloods of Rust in 2000 and I want to say 2019. So, maybe it's not, maybe it was 2016, maybe it was um, a bit later than that. Yeah, maybe it was a little bit later. I'm, I'm trying to get back to like our first, find our first episodes. I can see like the date that I dropped it. Um, Six years ago. So I don't need yeah. 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, that's that's mad. It's mm-hmm. a long time, long time. So we're gonna we're gonna fill up we're gonna fill up that space with now. Wait, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, this and again, this is one of the the beauties of the community that they've built in it. Like I've still got vintage geeks. 
they drop an episode maybe like once a month once every couple of months um sometimes i message joe and be like oi where's where's the episode like i'm waiting like can you guys record like you guys give me a a, a slightly different entertainment um so and then i've got nerds are still obviously still still going um they don't i i hope they're not going anywhere anytime soon obviously i've got my boy seth uh with who's next gaming um but i don't think i'm gonna replace them with another podcast if that makes sense i think i think it might just be one of those ones where i just i'm just less well informed because like i said i used i generally would get a lot of my like pop culture news and um information and like rumors and stuff from them so i don't know maybe that might mean that my cinema going experiences might be um a little bit different because i'm not potentially privy to what might be coming out there um i don't know i don't know but for right now um not i'm i'm not gonna pick up um another podcast i have enough podcasts to fill that void if that makes sense like mm. i've got podcasts that i've got downloaded but i i haven't even started listening to them like i've got rock with hop that i've downloaded um but i haven't listened to a single episode yet i've got um movies from the heart um which i've downloaded every single episode since like whenever they've they've had it and um i've not um i think i listened maybe like the first couple when i first like picked it up and then I've got seen it cast like I love Cover and, and um, Steve uh, Stevie, um, spoiler Steve, and um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name? Steph and Stephanie. Um, but again, I haven't listened to them in a while. But I've literally they're still in my like library of podcasts. So it, it, and and I've also got the real Zodiac as well, which is um Quinton. All of these guys are people from um, the Leftover Army. So there is. You know the, the 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 four hours that I would listen to PCL can be allocated somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that, that's that. But not to say um, the others aren't of the same quality. It's just that they're they're just a different vibe in it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it would be different. I don't feel it's going to be but he's saying yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. I know, I know them lot like yeah. that. They're not going to get upset. But I'm just saying, like, they're different. Like some people prefer Dave Chappelle, some people prefer Chris Rock. It's like they're still comedians. You still find them funny, but they have slightly different styles in it. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, so that's that's my like little homage, like my little thing for pop culture leftovers. Um, you know, much love to them. Uh, Martin, you went on a holiday. Um, how was your yeah. holiday? Yeah, it was really good. So first and foremost, uh, we went to um, uh, Limassol, which is in Cyprus. So took a flight out to uh, Paphos Airport from Heathrow, London Heathrow, and then it's about maybe a forty-five minute drive from um, Paphos Airport to um, the hotel we stayed at in Limassol. Um, Right off the bat, it's the second time I've been in Cyprus and weather was lovely as always. Um, every day there was sun. We stayed at this really nice hotel. Um, I, can't remember, I can't remember what the top of head what it was called. Um, something like hotel, I, was, I think it was an IHG hotel, like um, the Crown Plaza, Liverpool Crown Plaza or something like that. Um, 
So, so I think it's like one of the top, one of the best um, hotels in the region, or at least in the area we stayed in. Um, you know, they had a pool, they had a sauna, they had massages that I went, I went to two different massages and it was just incredible. Um, Enjoyments. Enjoyments, mm-hmm. yeah. So they had, a, they, had a, they had a really nice pool. And then just off the back of that, there was um, a gate they could go take into, um, into the sea. And the sea was, it was like a little cove, so and the water wasn't too deep at all. So um, you were able to, you know, swim around. If you were to lay on, if you were to go back onto your feet, you could do that. There were some little small fish, fish in the in the sea as well, but you know, they'd always swim away from you. But it was really good, really good, really safe, um, just good vibes. So day one, um, the guys and I, you know, got to our rooms, you know, did all the checking in and stuff, and then literally chilled by the poolside. Yeah. To be fair, we chilled by the poolside every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but we decided that that first evening we literally pick a direction. So I think we turned right that first that that first night and just walked straight down, and sort of like just hit up all the bars and nice. pubs that were there. They had a mixture of um, their local pubs as well as. Um, Irish pubs, British pubs. Um, food was amazing. I think we didn't have a single bad meal out there. And this includes us having salads, um, obviously um, the pork dishes, beef dishes, chicken dishes. Mm-hmm. None of us had any uh, food poisoning or anything like that. It was absolutely amazing. Because I know sometimes you go to different countries and you can't eat the salads because, you know, <laughs> the way the way it's prepared and all that stuff. Um but obviously Greece is one of those countries that's already well known for their salads and their meats and stuff. So, and you know, it, it didn't disappoint. Um, next day, um, we turned right, we turned left to go down the strip. Uh, this is after, after our, our day activities. Um, and yeah, it was, again, really fun. Did exactly the same thing as the previous, as the previous night. Only this time it turned out that, um, there's this, it's not, uh, it's 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 a it's a, it's a fast food restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not fast food in the sense that you can you see you basically sit in, you eat, you can also do it as a takeaway. But the food was banging. Um, there was a McDonald's just across the road, and for the life of me, I don't understand why anyone would be going to this Mac and D's because the food in this place was absolutely delicious. Mm. Um, the following night, we went to we we try hitting up this um club. Um, I feel like Club Cuba, whatever it was. Um, but there weren't any more uh, spaces available so we just said sod it we'll just do our own thing yeah. but we ended up going to this other club nearby and it was just sick because this place played nothing but old school R&B songs um, you're looking at I say between early 2000s all the way till like late 2012s or whatever um, and just banger after banger after banger after banger and um, truth, truth be told when I start we, we, we got there what, what 10 o'clock by the time it hit 12 or 1 a.m. I could not remember that night because um, <laughs> I, 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 I was strictly on rums, rum and yeah, coke. Everybody, someone brought vodka and I started drinking vodka like no one's business, and that was it, blackout. But um, nothing, nothing happened. I mean, I struggled with the ATM, and that was it, really. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, everyone had good vibes and stuff like that. Next day, of I, mean, I woke up drunk the next day, to be fair. But, um, but yeah, um. I mean, it was just a chilled holiday. It was one of those where it's a lads, it's a proper lads holiday. So you're going out every night. Um, you know, this was a bit relaxed. Um, so during the daytime, we didn't do much besides be at the poolside, uh, take a walk around the town. Um, 
to for for lunch for early dinners that kind of thing then get ready come back to the hotel get ready and then go out basically so nothing too nothing too manic at all nice um so yeah it was really really good um highly recommend anyone who has been to limassol in um cyprus definitely definitely do uh visit the place um everyone there spoke english um and again i know i mean when you go to when you visit someone else's country they should be obliged to speak english too do you know what i mean yeah um but everyone there i think it's already accustomed to having english um english british um holiday makers going there mm-hmm. so i think everyone, everyone around around the area spoke english so it was really nice and easy to navigate around the place mm-hmm. um and saying of course i'd love to learn a bit of greek before i go on holiday or to be fair learn any language before i go on holiday to that country you just should, so you, that you i'm should, not you should have um, you should have asked thomas for some like little phrases and that before you went out there i should have you know i should have mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's 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 for next time yeah, um yeah. but yeah all in all very very good holiday um so yeah, on to the next one. And I think the next one for me is going to uh, Ghana this um, this Christmas. So we'll see. Jeez. That's, that's <laughs> what's up. That's what's up. All right. So up. Um, what uh, uh, <laughs> 30 minutes of basically into the episode and we've not done what we normally do. Um, anyone that is listening to us for the very first time, if you have made it this part, I appreciate it. Um, so me and Martin... Um, we're the co-hosts of uh, Blurds Are Us uh, We are generally a weekly uh, Pop culture podcast Where we review movies, TV shows Anime and the occasional Video game um, For us to review these things We at Blurds Are Us have a very unique rating system We call it the chicken rating system If we think something is absolutely Dead it gets bones Next up is a core chicken, half chicken And then a three piece it was the creme de la creme it gets a whole chicken so obviously last week's episode it was a me and stevie episode so it's a very general loosey-goosey episode where me and stevie caught with certain things um so now some of these stuff uh some of these stuff some of these things were things that i was going to review with mine anyway so i wanted to um there will be a slight repetition of these things just so i can hear uh martin's views and get his ratings um now I've still not watched The Last of Us, but mine, I'm assuming you finished it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I finished it. All right, do you want to yeah. give us your, your views and your rating? I will get to it. It's just that I've not had now TV and I don't want to... Yeah, I, I am... Did, did, we, did we not um, mention this in the previous recording or something? Like two recordings ago, three recordings ago or something? I thought, I thought we still have not got it covered because I've still not watched it. That's all right. I watched episode one and I've just... Mm. like it. I will. I'm hoping this week. Um, I'm gonna be up in Sheffield or workshop, so I'm hoping. Um, when I'm up there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna literally the Last of Us is all I'm gonna watch. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I say that now, but the <laughs> the plan is to get that off the list as well as some of the other stuff as well. Same with Mandalorian. So I I, I plan on doing uh Pedro Pascal double header and do the Last of Us and Mandalorian season three. So that is the plan for next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, what 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 do you think of it? What what do you rate it? Um. So, firstly, I haven't played the game. I think I tried. I started playing the game. Um, I think this was during the COVID COVID period. Um, but I ended up dropping it because I think another game came out that I was super into. So, mm-hmm. I was playing that instead. But 
Um, so I can only go by what I've seen in a TV series, not so much on the game, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But it's a good, it's a good series. Um, I think um, Pedro Pascal's portrayal of Joel is is um, you know it's, it's a good portrayal of Joel because from what I remember from the game, Joel is someone. Of course, he lost his uh, daughter in the first place. Yeah. And so um, Ellie is the is his sort of foster daughter, replacement daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying that too, um, their relationship, Ellie, Ellie's relationship with uh, Joel sort of comes through a lot. Um, you can really tell us that sort of um, father-daughter relationship. Yeah. Um, and throughout the series, I did feel, I did feel, it didn't feel alien to me because obviously there's that period where the characters have to grow on each other, this, that, and the other. Uh, in fact, when they first meet, they meet <laughs> in less than ideal terms. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Ellie's been locked up. Um, Ellie's, yeah, Ellie's been locked up and uh, and Joel is um, someone who um, sort of scavenges on the side of, on, on the side of, um, in addition to doing odd jobs here and there, the camp that he's in. Um, so it's really, it's, it's really, I think it was, it was in an organic way. Um, and so sort of like their relationship, the, the, the build-up of their relationship had the, the um, strength of their relationship increased organically. So I really, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, other characters were, were fairly fun as well. Um, but again, because I haven't played too much of the game, it's just sort of like all secondary background characters to me. Yeah. Um, I really like the setting of the of the sto- of the story. I think that it's um, again it's post-apocalyptic with the with the um, zombies and decline of civilization and whatnot. Um, but I actually like the pathogens that they use. Of course, this is all from the game as well, um, and it's uh, a spore that you know also takes hold of the of the um, host's mind, um, similar to what we see in I can't remember the name of the specific. Um, um, fungus, but it's one that takes over the the um, host's mind. Yeah. So you know, insects like um, like um, say, um, praying mantises, ants, etc. Yeah, um, I know. I know what you're talking about. But I can't remember what's called. Yeah, see that. yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, the these have evolved into humans. Um, the science, science-wise, it's 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 fairly accurate. I mean, yeah. you say that you know, in a few years' time, there won't be a fungus that sort of um, evolves to mutate in order to take on human hosts. And you know, just again, the science behind it's very interesting as well because um, you know, a lot of fung fung fungi grow in damp conditions and things like that and other. So, just very good attention to detail. I think. Um, a few days ago, I said that actually the way the fungus spreads and stuff like that reminds me of a Fallout Four, sorry, a Fallout New Vegas um, mission, where hosts get turned into spore carriers, basically, and become zombie-like as well. So, um, who knows where the story is from? Is from, is from um, that, and someone's an avid Fallout fan um, <laughs> of, of of the game. Um, so, I give this a uh, whole chicken. Nice. Okay. Um, I just I just like the fact that you have human beings that obviously want to rebuild civilization and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You have some who have said, screw it, this is our situa- situation now. We're going to do nothing but pillage and, and kill and steal. Yeah. You have people who yeah. 
once you look for that the, the cure for this virus you have you know all manners of people and i always say that it's interesting to see in post-apocalyptic worlds just how humanity sort of survives because it's almost like everyone goes down to their pardon me everyone goes down to like their base level instinct which yeah. is enemy friend and then food shelter sex that kind of thing um and you saw all of it um come out so yeah things done very very well um and I cannot wait for season two. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that sounds good. Like I How said, about you? I, I, I will get to it. I will give a quick review of it. Um, I'm not gonna like hang around mm. of it too much because like I've been, um, what do you call it, taking my time with it, so to speak. Um, but yeah, no, I, I will look forward yeah. to seeing that. All right, Black Mirror season six. Uh, me and Steve we touched upon this one last week. Um, overall, um. Pardon me. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty shit. Um, overall, uh, I think I gave it a half chicken. I think the only episode that I said that I loved was Jonas Awful and uh, Demon 79 was a free piece. Um, what did you think of Black Mirror Season 6? Um, yeah, I'll give the season a half chicken. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's not the most black mirror type season so far um in saying that though i did like um you know jonah's awful i thought that was very to be fair i thought that was was pretty much in line with what black mirror does mm-hmm. um sort of almost mocks is, is that the right word to say mocks or, or, or sort of dives into current um sort of like current um things that you know we as um we enjoy as people mm-hmm. um so jonah's awful was very much down that you know sort of like reality tv line yeah but actually it's it's, it's taken from an actual person and stuff like that as well mm-hmm. um so i think summer hayek was was really really funny in that one um you know summer hayek was summer hayek in general like, like yeah, her control was a bit like um uh, is it the hitman's the hitman's bodyguard bodyguard's wife yeah yeah um that, i thought that immediately when i saw it because you know just her in her elements right it's some some hayek in her, in her elements um but i also liked how it began because it started off very creepy in a way because well for me creepy because you know you go about your business and stuff like that you watch tv and then exactly what's happened on that uh, during that day it happens on tv and stuff like that and to obviously stop them from cancer to try and get them to cancel it um you um start starts doing stupid things that will get it banned on tv and that kind of thing so that's exactly what happened there and then they introduce obviously um um sort of like multiverse so <laughs> in every universe there's there is that joan person yeah. who is portrayed by someone else so that too was that too was pretty was pretty fun um so jonah's awful actually i think i'll give a three piece okay um what was your take on jonah's awful oh yeah i i i i i love the episode i thought that was just really fun um funny mm. um it had all the elements of a black mirror episode do you know what i mean um and mm. it was a it was just a strong start I think it was the only episode where I didn't feel like it was dragging along too much. Like the rest of them, I was just like, "Why, why, 
why are we still going like why why are we still here in a sense kind of thing like i i felt myself on my phone or i just wanted to like just to get to the twist very um quickly if that makes sense yeah um so yeah nah it's it's, it's a shame like black mirrors used to be very um I feel like it's used to not normally having like a lot of happy endings and these ones weren't very like traumatic as yeah. previous yeah. mirrors. But then what I did say in the last episode is that I think because we've had such a, a traumatized time with COVID, I think um the creator of Black Mirror is just like going a bit easy on us. <laughs> so it's 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 possible, it's possible because for me, my favorite season was probably season three. Mm. Um where you had um things like nosedive you had um so nosedive was um an office worker um who um oh, what was it i can't remember the, oh, okay cool so let me i'll come back i'll come back to the one later right? okay. but you had um things like uh hated in a nation i think and that was the one where there was a police detective who was tried to find out how people were dying mm-hmm. and like social, social media deaths and stuff like that i feel it was that thing where if you hate someone you vote for them to get to die whatever the case is mm-hmm. and then it sort of got flipped where these people who have voted for people to die actually they were the ones who, who were going to be uh, attacked and all that stuff yeah um um so that was yeah that was like for me a very black mirror episode because the thing with black mirror mainly it's sort of like sort of questions the human i keep saying the human condition but it just questions humanity in general as in you know what i mean season one for example you had the you had the um prime minister who was either going to um have sex with a with a pig yeah. or um a member of the royal family would uh would I don't know, get get hurt in some way i think they're going to chop off a finger or something like that right so there was all of that but all of that was a ruse so that they could go and rob you know um go rob a bank or you know basically do whatever robberies need to do without being caught because everyone would be focused on this one event yeah so um there's another one with um there's a daniel kalua in it where it, he was in the gym and every time you do every time you're in a gym or something like that you, you gain points. money this yeah. and the other yeah, that was a good yeah. um all in all basically what i'm trying to say is that black mirror really makes you think about humanity it really makes you think i mean there's sometimes why i've 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 struggled to sleep because i've got all these thoughts in my mind about episodes um but this season for me was very very tame in comparison to the previous ones um which is why it gets a half chicken i would have loved to see just more more things more episodes that would have really made me sort of when I go to sleep, I'm just there thinking about it, like, oh damn, I can't believe that really happened. If I was in that situation, how would I feel? That kind of thing, right? I just this for this uh season, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Mm. No, that's um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what do you think of? What do you think of? Uh, so, should we go down each episode quickly? Uh, we you can do because I, I, I was like I said, I've already done that with you. But if you want to, you more. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay, um, all right. So I'll go with season two, Lock Henry. Um, so Lock Henry was was a decent episode as well. This is where um, you have uh, interracial couple who go to Scotland to I think they were searching for I think either alien stories, UFO sto- UFO stories, that kind of thing. But I think instant they, I think that, no, I think they were just going to do a documentary on like a just, like a mm. postage stamp. Like it was a a very boring okay. thing that they were going to do. All right, but then it escalated when. Um, 
the woman um so within the young couple the woman the interracial couple the woman discovered i'll say the girlfriend discovered a video um that was under the i was named something different right from an old uh, tv series but so she tries to watch it puts it as, as a vcr so puts it on and it ends up being a video recording of you know the, her boyfriend's mum and dad who's a police officer torturing and killing this uh these these people so um again it's sort of like it makes you think of how you could possibly be in a situation like that where this woman looks absolutely benign for most for um you know all intents and purposes and then she has this dark secret and it's only found out because she kept a recording of it um so lock henry was was decent half chicken for that one um Beyond the Sea, um, I think it was Beyond the Sea that's the, the, the one that they're in space. Yeah, yes, that's, that's the one, one they're in the, space. Um, what do you call it? Ro- robot bodies. Yeah, with robot bodies. Yeah, that one, that one was a bit, again, that was Dark Mirror-esque as well. Um, in a sense that you have, you know, astronauts in space, you know, for the most part, they're, they're commemorated for it. Um, you know, they're doing their bit for humanity, I guess, mm-hmm. or I guess America. And then these are the purists or whoever they are decide that it's, it's it, that, you know, that it's an abomination to have a robot act like a human being and this, that, and the other, yeah. even though it's controlled by a human being and not only destroys the robot, but also kills the entire family. Even though the entire family is, is human flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was just absolutely insane. And, uh that made me think about things like um just how sometimes human beings for the most part who do who want to do good for the world just sort of ignore human tragedy in the first place do you know what i mean yeah um if i was to give a random example off the top of my head i would say something along the lines of i don't know let's say people who people who are against palm oil for example for off random topic off the top of my head right mm-hmm. um so we know that you know palm oil grows naturally in in sub-saharan countries ghana being the primary example of that yep. it grows in abundance there mm-hmm. and we don't really have we don't really have palm factories there this that and the other but then and also we, we cook with it we um if I think in World War Two, we were uh, we were actually uh, cracking open these uh, palm oil nuts to sort of give oil to um, to soldiers for them, and this is the British Army in general yeah. uh, for the most part to um, you know help them with the with the machinery, the lubrication for the machinery, this that and the other. Um, so now that it's convenient for people and people don't go through that um odd people for the most part in the West. So looking at people from you know Europe, America. They have no idea besides besides you know them knowing that palm oil is this thing which is which causes deforestation and they're absolutely yeah. correct in that mm-hmm. for, for for people that naturally use it and we don't really have farms like that for for palm oil why why try and you know destroy an export and that kind of thing and the humanity is lost in that because something that is naturally grown that people who live there naturally use you then want to ban and force these people to stop using that like, a natural based product that they yeah. own or they have um it's just one of the things that made me think of. Um, but of course, this is, a, this is much, much more extreme. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there was that one. But the ending didn't... I didn't really like the ending because I was expecting a bloodbath. And, <laughs> and you know, 
Like, how dare you? Like, you killed my family. Like, your family died from someone else. You should kill my family. And we're just going to be there angry at each other for the rest of eternity whilst we're on this space mission. I will turn the mission around and be like, no, nah, I'm going back. I'm going back to Earth. Screw this. Do you know what I mean? But mm. um, I didn't I didn't quite like the ending of that. I thought it would have escalated a lot more with, like, literally one man standing. Or one man left standing. Last man standing. That's it. Um there was Maisie Day. I think this was the paparazzi one, but this one was completely lost on me. I think this this episode is the reason why my rating dropped uh, went to half chicken because um, you have a young celebrity who um, does a hit and run. Mm -hmm. Long story short, she's a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was just like a, the most random jump ever. Do you know what I mean? She could have been a she could have been a vampire. Like she could have been anything. But just how it went from from her being portrayed as you know someone who had drug uh, was it sleep problems due to drug addiction or whatever the case was. Obviously, we know that she was she's a werewolf. But it's just the fact that it was such a disconnected jump between drugs and now werewolf and all that stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, that 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 was completely lost on me. Um, I, I've expected something different from that one. Yeah. Um, so I think that one was just like um, I think, chicken for me. I, I think that one had the Black Mirror where like, was it art imitates life? Because obviously celebrities have. We've mm. seen like Princess Diana was um, killed when paparazzi were chasing after. We see mm. celebrities like the innocents influenced by how the media perceptive sees them. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's gonna, how do I put it? It, it? Like I said, for me, it gave it gave that Black Mirror vibe in it where like, it was like, yeah, you know, we're showing you what the artwork does kind of thing. Yeah, so, so that bit makes sense. That bit yeah. was fine. And, but it was but still, then, it still was stupid though, but. Yeah. I would expect it to if it escalated along the lines of the paparazzi and stuff like that, to the point where she says, screw, I'm going to, I'm going to start, start killing all paparazzi and stuff like that. That would make more sense. Do you know what I mean? It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, that, that would have actually, that actually yeah. would have been better if she used, um, what happened to the guy mm. and that was maybe like her, that was her dad or something. Yeah. And then she got bitten by the werewolf and she used that werewolf power to like go and kill, yeah, that that would have made much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that idea more. <laughs> so yeah, this the accent was completely lost on me. Mm. And then the last one, Demon Seventy Nine. Again, it was decent, but the ending could have been more dramatic for me, um, because this was when you had um, a sales assistant, an Indian sales assistant. I think she was either Indian or Pakistani. Um, she. She's basically being mistreated at work because obviously she's a minority mm -hmm. living in, living in um, the yeah. north of England in 1979. Mm -hmm. um, you have politicians that tow the whole um, sort of anti-immigration line, that kind of yeah. thing. She's not being treated well at work either. So, you know, that all that builds up and then she meets or she um, has she contact with, uh, with, a, with a cursed rock for lack of a better term. Yeah. That has a demon inside of it, and a demon literally says, "You have three days to kill three people. Um, if you fill one, then the world's gonna the world's gonna end, or whatever the case is, right?" Mm -hmm. um, 
in my head, I already had the three people I killed. Do you know what I mean? If, if that was the case, right? Yeah. But yeah, probably, but I like the reason why I like this episode as well is because probably I'll think to myself, what if it's not real? What if you picked up this rock yeah. and stuff like that? Because this, this voice is saying to do stuff. I just said, I'm not going to go to contract with you. I'm not going to agree to it. I'm just going to put put a rock down and then that's it. Walking away from it. She could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? The world have ended. That would have ended, but yeah, but then I reckon it'll be a much more interesting episode. It's just go through the through the most ahead of wait. What if I kill this person? What if I don't kill this person? Blah blah. Because well, she she, she, she kind of did. It just wasn't. She, like, she did, yeah. But I think it'll be more, much more suspense. Into it. It. They didn't delve into it as much. Like yeah, she kind of got over it really quickly. She's like, "Oh no, what if like it doesn't work?" And she's like, "Okay, fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna just do it." Mm-mm. But I, like I said, I did really enjoy this, that episode. So yeah, for me, I would prefer it for something a bit more um, substantial. Yeah, if just if just played on elements of is this real? Isn't it real? It's like maybe like a countdown or something. Like I don't know, ten hours ago, nine hours ago, eight hours ago. I say it's getting to at twelve o'clock to to twelve a.m. And you're thinking to yourself. Should I do it? Should I do it? What if, what if I do? What if I don't? This, this, and this. That kind of thing. I think it would be a much much more interesting uh, episode. But I did like um, what happens at the end of it, where, you know, just the world goes to shit and... Yeah. Um, she gets the day and, and live you know, she, she gets to... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She gets a happy but ending. It's interesting, though. It says 1979, right? But it felt to me like it was like 1945, because it was like... Oh, that was it. It was the Cold War. Okay, never mind. It was the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That bit makes sense now. Um, so yeah, Black Mirror season six. Um, half chicken. Um, a lot of good elements, but I think that's just the execution could have been. If the execution was done to a star that I liked, mm-hmm. of course, this is me being biased. Dictates who does what, right? But um for me, if the execution was a bit was was um more okay, if the endings were made me think a little bit more um of you know different scenarios and this kind of thing, then I would have given it maybe a, a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but for me, this season just didn't do that. Um, I think of something more like season three or season four, then um, uh, if it was still evade to those, then yeah, I, I would have given it probably a three-piece. Nice. Calm. All right, next up, uh, the Demon Slayer finale. Now, this was teased like it was going to be a 70-minute minute finale. Um, I think in the end, like on Crunchyroll, it was maybe like 52 minutes. So I'm guessing yeah. with like all the adverts in Japan and stuff, it would have it would have been roughly an hour long. Um, mate, I loved it. I loved it. Give me more. Like I'm annoyed. I'm gonna have to wait a little bit for um the next arc. Um, yeah. And um, wow, what's it? Well, the next arc is uh, is basically Muson's Castle. I can't remember the the, the actual title. Um, mm. but so basically, um, supposedly the Hashira training arc would have been a maximum of like three episodes mm-hmm. uh, because it's actually not a big portion of the manga so they're going to combine the Hashira training arc with this next arc um and uh i'm hoping we get like winter 2024 i, I doubt it but it would be yeah. nice uh it's obviously a whole chicken um but out of like the three or four seasons depending on how you want to wait up um this has been like uh, Saying it's the weakest, yeah, sounds so bad, but because it's been definitely a solid. 
but in terms of like the fight scenes and the like, animation yeah like it's again it's so it sounds so mean to say like it's not been as hyped as the other three seasons um it hasn't big but you know i think the reason why it hasn't is because now it's more uh how, how do i say it? i think it's because it's now getting to more of the law of um the demons because um we get more of a backstory for um muzan um you know where we actually see how he grew up and then him becoming a demon and all that stuff i think because there's more story involved in it than actual action and um I think that that's I think I, th- I think that's why you think that it wasn't as good as the previous uh, seasons. Yeah, may- maybe, but there was there was obviously a lot, there was a lot of fight scenes. Mm. I don't know, like because I, I and we also got to see two Hashiras as well. I just think yeah. like their fight weren't as epic as um oh, I've forgotten his name. Is it Tenji? I know. Yeah, yeah, the fire Hashira. No, no, no. That's that's um, no, no. oh something else. That's yeah, that's Goku. Um, is it not Tenji, the one with the three wives? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like his fight was epic. It was epic. It was absolutely you know epic. I, mean? so yeah. I, I don't think he was on that level. And that's not their fault. That like, they they got a fight who they got a fight in it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just you know just a little bit of a shame that it wasn't as epic. Yeah. Um, what I liked about this season is just the fact that. I mean, I, th- I think I think the stakes were fairly high in this season because this is the Sword Village, right? Mm-hmm. That's responsible for creating all the Demon Slayer um, core the nin- the weapons. The Ninchin Blades. Yeah, literally, if this place had fallen, they wouldn't have had anyone to to build their, their swords, mm. which would have meant that literally if the fight against the demons would have ended right there and then. Yeah. So I think the stakes were probably the highest they've ever I, been in this I, season. I have two slight beefs share with the, the 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 sword village, yeah. Mm. Go on. One, it being and this is one of the memes I saw online. Yeah, with it being a sword village, yeah, I would have mm. expected at least a couple of them to be at least half decent using a sword. Like they were using like pitchforks and basically whatever they could yeah. find to defend themselves. Yeah, which okay, fair enough. Two, if this place is so important, yeah. Would you not have like just a hatcher level person just 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 there at all times, just in case? See, I would have I would have thought the same thing. I would have thought the same thing, but clearly they didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably just said that no one's found a village in thousand, no one's found a village since um, you know for hundreds of years, so we're safe for that aspect. So that's what I saw things happen. Right. I, um, I I I would have never taken that. even even with all that protection, yeah. I would have always had like someone that was hard body. Maybe maybe not necessarily a Hashira, yeah, because the Hashiras are like the commanders. Um, yeah. You know, but like a vice captain level, like so at least someone that, you know, can maybe slow things down just a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. While someone goes and gets some help back up. Like, if if they didn't have the two Hashira there and and and, and um, Tanjiro, yeah, it was game over. It, 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 it mm. was just finished. It was, it was a wrap. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah. yeah, but still hold you can. It's just minor gripes that um, you know, you have when you're watching something, and just like, mm-hmm. why did these people make these decisions? But it's not my story. It's made millions <laughs> of pounds, so the guy clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But um, I also yeah, missed, I also missed Inos- Inosuke and um, um, Zenetsu. Like as much as Zenetsu annoyed me when he first came on the scene. 
Like, because originally I wanted Zanetti to do my favorite character because he looked fucking mm. cool in it. But then well, when it's because he, he had lightning. <laughs> well, no, no, just because he had lightning, just because he looked like a badass, isn't it? But yeah. then when he started Anyways, doing the whole <laughs> when he started doing the whole crybaby thing and I'm only good when I'm asleep, yeah, that kind of pissed me off in it. So like, um, my 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 favorite character was Giyu and Giyu is still and I think next season yeah is when Giyu gets to shine so I'm actually looking forward to him to actually do that because in the manga when they give him his chance to shine yeah it's not actually that long and it's not and he, it, it, I don't remember it being as, as like satisfying as the way it did like I've been wanting to see this guy fuck shit up for like the longest time yeah and in the manga I was like okay that was that was cool but like I wanted him to go out, like, like not go out, because I, I don't, I can't remember if he he, he died or not. So, but then spoilers for Demon Slayer. But like, I was like, if he's gonna fight, yeah, he needs to go on like when Goku went on the Mugen Tray. Like that's how badass yeah. he's gonna be. I don't remember for the love of me if he was that sick. Do you know what I mean? It was more like mm-hmm. okay, he had a decent fight. So it'll be interesting to see how they animate it, and maybe they they flesh out a little bit that. It, it, it gets me pumped in. I want, I want almost like when Gohan beat Cell kind of, kind of yeah. thing. In it. Like I want that kind of energy. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I've yeah. missed Inosuke and uh, Zenitsu, and I look forward to seeing them and um, seeing what happens next. But yep. also, this um, is the first arc here yeah, where no Hashira dies because of um, Tanjiro. Yeah, Tanjiro. Yeah, Tanjiro. Um, obviously, we see him. Uh, you know increase in strength he goes from strength to strength to strength right because that doll that he's fighting against that's actually the first ever i guess demon slayer right mm-hmm. um the one who created all the um breathing, all breathing the arts. breathing all the breathing forms that referred to that right and for me it looks like um Obviously, I think in, in, I mean, it says it in the manga, right? So, um, if you're someone who reads the manga, then you're always clued up as the manga's finished. But mm-hmm. if you're not someone who's read a manga, um, this would be a bit of a spoiler. But it appears that um, through him, Tanjiro is actually his descendant, right? And uh, uh, Tan- in fact, there's, not, also, there's, Tanjiro, there's also Upper Moon. No, Tanjiro is not his descendant. Um, he's uh, sorry, Tanjiro is a descendant of uh, Kokushiba, I think. Um, the person who taught his father to use, um, I think it was, uh, is it sun, the sun, sun breathing? Yeah, yeah. So, the, um, so, so the original Hashira is the one that taught Tanjiro's great, 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 great grandfather the sun breathing yeah. technique or the sun breathing dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was so where I was going with this is that it's interesting that Tanjiro is able to use water breathing, he can use obviously his sun breathing, mm-hmm. and then. Um, he uses Zenitsu's uh, technique just to catch up to that to that yeah, demon the, as well. The, so the lightning breathing. He's yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's used like three forms so far. He's a bit selfish. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're blessed. Like you're blessed in it. So yeah, no, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but this whole I mean, I really like this um, this this season. Um, I like it just as much as, oh, as all the other seasons. Um, I don't think this season was particularly better than any of the others. Um, I still say season two was probably my favorite one again because you had Tengen there, who was just the absolute beast in the fights. Um, with up, with the upper, I think it was upper five. It was or one, one, one of the upper six. Let's just be safe. Well, the upper mm. upper six. Um, yeah, I mean, I think animated beautifully. Um, I think seeing seeing Mitsuri and her back her backstory too was 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 a fun one because. Um, 
Mitsuri, the love Hashira, is someone who's always bubbly, um, always sort of like the like, like almost like the big sister. Yeah. Um, so seeing her 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 background, how tragic it was for her. Um, I don't think. I don't, in fact, I don't think her her backstory was was that tragic. I mean, we we know others who've had you know they've gone through the friggin' uh, yeah, have had it worse. Yeah, yeah. So in in saying that, hers wasn't as bad, but still fairly bad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just I like I like obviously her powers and stuff like that. Obviously, they explain her abilities and what she does with her body when she's just super strong. Um. So yeah, I mean that that all of that was just um really good to see and also was it um it was Muichiro wasn't it that we saw yeah Muichiro the Mist Hashira um it's I like his development because he developed twice as a character firstly with his flashback right where he he became the sort of um very hard-minded person who you know saw, saw the world in his own way but it took tanjiro to open up his eyes to the fact that um i believe it's just because someone's weak doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily die of of things and actually people can you know strive to become strong i think that's what is that's i think that's what his thing was because he had his, he had a brother who he tried to protect his things and just didn't go the way that he wanted to brother ended up dying due to a uh, demon so tanjiro also influenced him and um he was also saved by a little kid who um when he was trapped in trapped in the water so again it's sort of like Muchiro has gone through another um development where he's now he's not open to the idea that you know people around him won't, won't just die for sake of dying that you know they can hold their own and they can be useful to to strong people as well um yeah but all in all i think yeah really good season um bring on season four hell yeah like literally cannot wait for more demon slayer the new, oh, the, Genya especially, jeez, I can't wait to see Genya in his in his other forms, other demon forms. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're, the new anime season starts next week, so um, okay. what do you call it? Bleach will be back, so I'm probably gonna yes. watch that new Bleach episode like twice because that's how much I love Bleach. Um, <laughs> cannot wait. All right, so moving on swiftly, uh, we have Secret Evasion episode one for mine, and then for me episode. Well, episode one and two for mine, and episode two for me. Um, now, well, what for episode one? What happened? <laughs> what you weren't here? Oh, right, right. Because I thought you because it, it came out at the same time, didn't it? No, episode two two came out um, Wednesday just gone, and episode one came oh. when you was on holiday. I thought it came out the exact same time. Obviously, no. I was a week behind. So yeah, I you, was was... A, you was a week behind. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. You, you might have enjoyed it more because you got to watch episode one and two together, where mm. I had to watch episode one and wait weeks for episode two. So I wonder if that, like, yes, did that did that enhance the show for you watching two episodes in one go? Mm. I don't know. You know, it's hard. To, it's hard to compare. Okay, I think watching watching two episodes. I prefer watching two episodes of a new season of a new series than one and waiting for another one to come. Mm-hmm. I think two episodes together, um, it just gives people time to think about previous episodes because I've seen everything one massive go now. I can sort of sort of make comparisons here and there, see the direction of flow of the series. So I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I prefer um, the watching season one and season two together. Sorry, episode by episode two together mm-hmm. enhanced my watching experience or at least, yeah, the experience of the show. Nice. 
Um, what do you call it? So I made a very wild prediction in the WhatsApp group where I said, yeah. that the Super Scroll kid might be like Nick Fury's child in some mm. form or fashion. Um, so that bit I didn't get right, but I did get in a roundabout way that he's fucking a scroll, right? Because yeah. in episode two, it showed that his wife is a scroll. Now, me and T had a very interesting conversation with the way they shot that. Do you think Nick Fury knows that his wife's a scroll? Mm. So, I would say yes, because... I mean, all right. So first, first and foremost, the same actress that was that, that was used as a scroll in the flashbacks, the same one who's playing his wife now, right? So let me let me just let me just mention that one there. Maybe it's a useless mention, but um, I'm going I'm going to say it anyway. Well, mm-hmm. I've said it now. Um, secondly, I think he knows. I think he knows because. Mm. So then, why didn't she just stay in her scroll form? Mm. That it could be, be one of those. It could be one of those. You see, because, you see what I'm saying? Because of how they filmed the they filmed the shot, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when she was knew no one was home, she was in a scroll body. The moment yeah. she heard the door, like obviously, yeah, you could say that because she doesn't know who's coming to the house. But then she could have reverted back. But the fact that she yeah. didn't is that you know, is she a scroll that's been planted there to keep eyes on Nick Fury or? Did he generally fall in love with a scroll, and that's his genuine wife? Like it, depending on how they they can they can take that in several different avenues, which is just a, a really interesting thing that I like about what they've um, the, the 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 story choice by doing yeah. that. Um. So my my I, I so in the comics, right? Nick Fury knows straight away that things aren't right. Mm-hmm. He can't say for certain that someone's a scroll, but he definitely knows that people have been replaced, mm-hmm. right? Yep. In this one, it starts off with him talking to Gravik. So, do you remember when? Uh, so, like, the scroll that's portraying his wife currently, mm-hmm. she and her son um, were being spoken to by Nick Fury, and Nick was talking about. Um, the scrolls being accepted onto Earth, but they had to stick to a permanent form, right? Mm-hmm. Like to basically show another face. And as you're saying, that graphic was the, was the kid. Obviously, he was he was talking to, right? Yeah. So I think that Nick Fury knows that his wife is a scroll. He may have fallen in love with scroll. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> is is what it is. But with time, I mean, some people can have have some uh, some. Um, Different tastes in in, <laughs> in, in, in in females. You know what I mean, whether yeah. from another species or or what have you. So that's what I think. I think I think Nick does know that his wife is a scroll. Okay. Um. If if he doesn't, I think he will soon find out. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. I, I yeah. Do, do you know what? Right now, I'm I'm, I'm still at a free piece. There's yeah, same a three piece for it. There's something missing, and I just can't put my finger on it. There's something you know, that is preventing me from from loving this show so far. Is like, it a pacing, or is it just the lack I, of information that we have so far? Because we right now we don't know who's the scroll, right? Well, I think that for the most part, yeah, they've made it quite obvious who's a scroll, who's a not. Now, 
one of the interesting things is um I at this moment in time, based on what we saw in episode two, I could not tell you whether Rody was a scroll or not. Because uh, yeah. his behavior, in my opinion, was kind of justified. But at the same time, I was just like, is Rody normally that like no, I, I wouldn't say aggressive, but mm. like is 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 Rody normally that confrontational? He's normally quite I wouldn't say easy game, but like he's just more like I don't know, talks on a norm kind of thing. But then at the same time, Nick Fury has put him in a in a in a bit of a bind where he's, you know, had to make this decision. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. I don't f- I wanna say that the um Rody that we're seeing now isn't a scroll and he's unfortunately um not okay, maybe not doing what the government wants but mm-hmm. i wouldn't i i would like to i would like to see in the long run Rody fired nick fury because that was part of the plan like they needed nick fury to be in a sense be officially off the books so that he yeah. could properly operate under the books if that makes sense yeah yeah no no for, it does it does make sense basically you can't you can't also you can now truly go and do his own thing yes. without being restricted yes. or even reporting to um a higher power so like yeah. the superior stuff like that he can now go and do his own thing because um throughout the throughout all the mcu films he's always reported to um um a group of people right yeah who would i'd say or who would either okay his actions or not okay his actions he had to justify it so now that he's off the books he doesn't have to do that anymore so i can i can see that point um Rody is, I th- I think like like you, I think it was justified what you said, mm-hmm. um, and for me it's a bit it's a, it's a bit sad at times, but also it's just far because when so the way they spoke about Nick Fury right was that he's a washed up spy who you know he may have done great things for the country, but you know he's, he's always up in the head, he's old this that, and the other, and it's sad because. Um, Nick Fury did do a lot to save not just America but humanity in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I mean, even even to even when um, um, during the uh, attack on New York, the government was willing to nuke the place, right? And he said, "No, leave it to my Avengers." Blah blah. Avengers obviously pulled through and stuff like that. No nuclear thing. No nuclear fallout. No political fallout either. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's a huge thing. Like that, like New York or even America then would not have been the same. I mean, Spider Man would have would, would have been different. You know what I mean? So many yeah. people have been different. That if if Nick Fury hadn't in inverted commas saved New York, and f- now he's being treated as if you washed up, you've done your thing. Yeah, you've been blipped out. We tried to put you back into somewhere, but you're not quite fit in. So we're gonna let you go. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's sad. Um, and. With Rhodey being the person to do it, I think they had a very interesting conversation when they were speaking about um, Nick no longer being involved and also um, there was the racial aspect to it as yeah. well because they did mention that, you know, it's hard for people like them to get into this sort of place anyway. Yeah. And so, you know, because you know what it's like, you should be able to help a brother out. And Rhodey said that it's exactly because of the point of this position that I can't just let anyone basically... I can't replace their medi- mediocrity. So the people before that, I can't replace their medi- medi- mediocrity with someone who is also mediocre and who looks like us, basically. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So 
Um, I, I understood his point, but something tells me... I was going to say, something tells me that Nick may have already been in on this, but mm. I, I disagree. I, but, but the reason why I say um, I'm not 100% sure about that is because of, of Nick's reaction, literally when he left, the, when he left yeah, that meeting. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was crushed. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then how how, but how, Nick, how much of that could be for sure? Because he knows that like maybe he's being observed. Exactly that. Exactly that. This is this is very much a spy um a, a spy series. I feel Nick will play to Nick's strengths because Nick is already someone who's very familiar with scrolls. He has um, a group of scrolls that work on well he who work with him. Um and also Nick is literally a super spy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Um he knows anything and everything that's that's happening around the world at any moment in time, at any given moment in time. So with his level of expertise experience, he should be able to um, um, come up with come up with a counterattack um, against the scroll invasion. Mm-hmm. Now for him and like and everyone else is just knowing who is um, who is uh, a scroll or who is not a scroll. Who yeah. and in fact, even more than that, who is a scroll defending the earth and who is a scroll attacking the earth do you yeah. know what I mean because there's yeah. that there's that sub-faction to play into as well um, I don't know what's missing I think I don't know if what's missing is that we don't know that in, in the grand scheme of things what the scrolls are actually planning on doing if they are planning on just assimilating the, the earth or you know the other kind of part of the scroll empire and then they take all the humans and then just dump them somewhere or they try to oh they they want they're gonna wipe out humanity they want to basically yeah, it's, it's, it's wipe out humanity and to just and to be basically in charge of earth then yeah yeah 100%. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That, that is that is that is what they want to do all right cool because in the comics right the secret invasion so the secret invasion storyline happens slightly differently right basically after the first invasion mm-hmm. i think maybe it was secret secret invasion two or whatever cases but basically after the first invasion um the Illuminati, which comprised of Black Panther, I think Black Panther stayed on Earth, but um, Tony Stark, Black Panther, um, Reed Richards, uh, what's his name? Um, Professor X, and I think Ant Man. Okay. I come, I come, I come. I, 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 I think no, sorry, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I was just about to say Doctor Strange. Yeah, 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 yeah Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if the two other members that I'm missing, but anyway, they basically went to the Skull King, right? And went basically attack Earth, we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll fuck you up, right? That's that's essentially what yeah. Tony Stark said, right? And it was a mistake because at that moment in time, the Skulls didn't really want to take Earth because they knew that Earth was gonna be long because you had you have mutants that are ridiculously overpowered. Then you have people like the Avengers as well. Then because humanity has so many different factions that could end up taking um that could end up fighting against them. Yeah, yeah. They were going to they were going to skip Earth, but then obviously you come into my house, they t- chat shit to me. Now yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. respond to you, and that's what started this, the the secret invasion. Um. So. Yeah, that's 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 something that we don't know about. We don't know if that if that's actually the case. So, I, and I doubt it's very. I doubt that's the case because. Um, We've seen throughout the MCU that nothing like that's happened so yeah. far. I mean, and I understand it's like a random flashback somewhere. Yeah, um, and, and also Marvel like to just change things a little bit as well. So like, they do, they do, they do. So it, it won't be anything like the comics at all. This is its, it's, its own story, um, and yeah, I mean, I, 
I just right now I don't think there's anything missing from it, you know. I just think that we just need to find out as as the series progresses, we'll find out bits of information here and there that will help us build a picture of the scrolls, what is that they intend to do. Obviously we want to wipe out humanity, but how to go about doing things because right now we know that they've they've taken over basically pretty much everyone on the UN council yeah which is freaking huge um and then it's like in a way it's similar to how um killmonger was described right firstly you you uh, go to you go to population you just state you destabilize it and then you take it um take over it from the inside right yeah and that's basically what's happening with with earth um you have all sorts of leaders who are scrolls um, so you place all the important people they start replacing people underneath them they keep yeah. going like that and then eventually you've successfully uh, taken over them yeah. um, and also you know nu- when nuclear weapons are involved in this that and the other I mean they become fair use I guess in this evasion mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah I mean it's three, three piece um, I'm going to have to go back and watch Do you know, I think it's going to be one way. Every time a new episode comes out, I'm going to have to watch one, two, and three, and then four comes <laughs> up. I'm going to have to watch it in that sequence, I think, so I keep up to date with everything because oh, um, Secret Invasion is one that I think everyone watches is going to have to pay attention to. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Cool. All right. So, um, had a quick little break. Uh, we, um, not we, yeah, me and Stevie have already reviewed Skull Island. What are your thoughts and what is your rating? I like Skull, I like Skull Island. Um, I like the fact that it doesn't show you uh, King Kong straight away, that actually there's a whole story in there. Um, let's look at the characters. Um, and then towards the end, we see more of uh, Kong. more of King Kong, and um, um, and also the squid-like creature that he's fighting against. Um, I think the animation is pretty cool. Um, I like the I like the setting of Skull Island. Every time I see Skull Island, someone always has a different interpretation of it. Um, so I think if you watched the TV series, I think it was just called. Um, Kong. Um, there was, I was like, it was an animated series. This is one where you had uh, using King Kong's DNA and the DNA of a kid, they managed to um, clone King Kong, right? So they actually clone King Kong, but his name's Kong, mm-hmm. and they have a special cybernetic link. Anyway, you had, um, you had, a th- I think it was like serpent, humanoid serpent-like creatures with a queen and everything like that as well that were trying to take over the island, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you have other iterations of of Kong where you see, like, for example, I think, was it... Um, I can't remember who made the King Kong film um, with um, Jack Black in it, but um, oh, that right. one had prehistoric um, dinosaurs in there as well. Um do you know what I mean? So it's always this thing of, you know, just just like crazy fauna, flora there. Everything's out to kill you. Um, and in this series as well, you can see the exact same thing. You have all manners of creatures. Some are some are very docile. Some are um, very, uh, um, you know, aggressive creatures um, that, that will actually hunt you. Um, so I think in terms of that saying, I think the thing is really good. So, um, so 
the the King Kong 2005, uh, the one with Jack Black, uh, yeah. directed by Peter Jackson. That's the one. I was, yeah. I was, I was I almost said Percy Jackson's or Peter yeah, Jackson. So, so, so that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Percy as well. And I was like, yeah, that's um, that movie. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's so like right. a Percy Jackson, yeah. Jackson and Lightning Thief. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Peter Jackson. Um, yeah, so. Oh no! I give it a three piece. I th- I think it's generally a good series, and it's the fact that it doesn't focus on Kong until right at the end. So you actually have to uh, you actually have to know the characters, know what they're about, um, and you know, then King Kong comes. This because I think once you once you see King Kong, it just is a massive distraction for all other characters. In fact, all other characters wouldn't matter that much because mm-hmm. everyone just wants to see two massive um, uh, creatures fight against each other, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it was well paced. I think, um, like I said, the reveal of King Kong happened happening right at the end was very was very good for the series. Now seeing how the, it continues because of uh, where it's, it's left off now, so yeah. three piece. Cool, cool. Um, I think I had had it a three piece as well, but I wasn't the biggest fan of having Kong just show up right at the end. Though. I would have liked a little bit more Kong, just just dotted around a little bit more in the series, but. I, mm. I, I I see you make really good points about why you liked it the way you did, if that makes sense. So yeah. I, I cannot um what's the word? Argue there. Even though again, even though like every, obviously everything is based on individuals' opinions. Alright, mm-hmm. so next up, this is a, a, a in a sense a retro review by the Birds R Us crew. Um so over are six years as we've established um i have tried to get people to review their favorite movies of all time um this is one of micah's even though it's not available on the episode uh i watched uh, a goofy movie um for the very first time in my life um I for the see- first time <laughs> <laughs> um, i have seen so many i feel like i've seen so many clips so many memes so many like references to the movie i've heard that song like so many times that like i'd always felt like i've seen the movie yeah yeah but watching it for the very first time and actually realizing what the storyline actually was i was like shit i've never seen this movie like it's i have no idea you know i had no no recollection of the story i didn't know what's gonna happen next um in terms of like pre knowledge of what's gonna happen next uh, it was a pretty straightforward movie um it was fun i think if i had watched this as a child i'd have enjoyed it more for for what it was i think i, I i'll give you a, a, a quite generous free piece because i really enjoyed the music um for something that came out in 95 um the animation looked really nice um it, 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 there was nothing like Again, it's kind of like out of time when you watch something that was like you were meant to watch. Like, same with Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles, yeah. Again, yeah. I didn't have the nostalgia for them. Um, in the same way, let's say if we reviewed um, Little Giants or um, not Oliver Twist, what's the one with Alpha Alpha? Little Rascals. Oh, like, Little Rascals. Like for me, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I watched that film in like maybe like ten years. Yeah, Little Rascals, the whole chicken. Like nothing anyone can say to me 
yeah, is going to change my mind. Like, I would have to watch it and the review would have to absolutely suck. Like, well, not maybe not suck, but like, it would have had to age really badly, yeah, for me to not enjoy the movie. Do you know what I mean? So, it's just, that's just, that's just one of those, those things. Do you know what I mean? So, for Micah and for, um, James from Rock with Hop, who actually think this movie is amazing. If I if I don't give it a whole chicken, there's something wrong with me. It, it's just I caught it late. I caught it as an mm-hmm. adult. Like it's a silly little kids movie. Like don't get it too. Music's fine. Music's great. Animation's great. Like it's funny, yeah, because this is like I've always seen this um, revered as like the blackest Disney movie. Yeah. But yeah. like, when I looked at the voice cast, yeah, everybody's white but Tevin Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, there's not a single black voice actor in this movie <laughs> other than a guy singing the music. See, it goes to show you that animation transcends race. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly, because, like, even, like, the, how they um, animate the characters, you know, the sort of styles. Like, I was just like, this is clearly, like... I know they, they're whatever race goofy is, yeah. But I was mm. like, they're clearly black. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's R&B me. Like, they're black kids, isn't it? Um, it, it, it just made, it just, it, like I said, it just really made me laugh in it. Um, that mm. what, what we deem as one of the most blackest Disney movies literally has, like, zero black people. Well, Devin Campbell. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, wait to find, find out Hercules. The um, is it the muses? The muses aren't black. <laughs> I think bar one, bar, bar one of them is not black one. either. It's mad. So yeah. Mad. Do you know? What, do yeah. You know, do you know what? Do you know what? I saw a funny meme. Yeah, and it was like um, ah, uh, I can't remember. Obviously, who who else have they cast as black in Disney? Obviously, I know they they cast um, Ariel as little um Halle Bailey. So basically, there was there was someone else. And then they had the they had the original as a white character, and then they had the actor that was black playing them. They had the original Ginger Little Mermaid white, and they had Haley Bailey next to it. They had another person, and it was like mm. there was like, um, we dare you Disney to do Tarzan and make Tarzan black to to have <laughs> basically say like we dare you Disney to do a yeah, movie with a black man that'll be, that'll be raised funny. as monkeys I was like for fuck's sake like the, uh, the racial that, tension in that movie <laughs> that, that is exactly that is actually checkmate like literally Disney what do you do um, but yeah that me, me made me laugh um, mm. is and I've lost the name is Jason Marsden the, like the father of um, the other Marsden guy that does the Sonic movies um I don't know, you know. No, I saw the saw, saw the Hedgehog movies, right? Yeah, the guy, the, the, the guy of Cyclops. I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm, know. I'm, you I'm, know. I'm trying to see because he's, he's Jason Marsden. Okay, it doesn't look. It, their son was born on February tenth, two thousand ten. No, I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it, it lists his son. Okay, cool. It's just, it's just, it's just, that's just a, a, a very fortunate coincidence that his name was Jason. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So, so with the Goofy movie, right, I never considered it a, a black movie, mm-hmm. but I definitely 
thought that the person who's playing Powerline, uh, Powerline's black. I mean, if you just look oh, at his skin no, color, like, yeah, he's dark, bro. <laughs> um, did you know what? But in saying that, though, now that I deep it, even when you look at his love interest, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but even her dad was like this gruff, like bulky guy, right? Mm. I was like, I can imagine myself be 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 my uh, like you know a a girlfriend's father for the first time, just like a gruff person, and just like his <laughs> uh, his underwear and like a wife beater, yeah, just looking rough as hell. I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> See, now, um, a live action goofy movie could be mm-hmm. fun. Like obviously, again, they can do the story with real people, and then yeah. just change it up a little bit, and make it like you know a weird father son dynamic do you know what I mean yeah yeah I think so but you know I'm tired of seeing all these live action Disney films I think just just make new Disney films without having to look at the original and uh, well boy normally I I would agree but so it's not been released officially over here for us I think two mm. weekends ago they did a special like Father's Day screen of Elemental and I think in America it was released but supposedly it didn't perform well in the box office and I thought Elemental was going to be really good and I think um, Rod dropped me a message and he said that it was shit so I think okay. I think he said it was Bones like that's like how bad it was so oh, you know, I haven't even seen Elemental yet yeah no it's not out for us officially yet yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only, it's only okay, out, it's only okay. out of America, and then um, that Kraken and the Mermaid movie, which I want to go see next week. Um, yeah, I didn't expect. I, I'm not expecting that to do any any big numbers anyway. But again, for an animated movie, and I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure if it's Disney or not. Um, it doesn't look that great. So I think right now, um, we're struggling with animated movies. Uh, Ruby Gillum, Teenage Kraken is um, DreamWorks. It's going to be DreamWorks. It's DreamWorks. Okay. So I don't. I don't think that Elemental was going to struggle for anime. Sorry, I don't think we're going to struggle for animated films. I think it's just the storytelling, right? Mm. It's just however you portray the story. Um, and to be fair, DreamWorks do. DreamWorks like Disney are very hit and miss when it comes to to be fair anything that you do. Um. I remember back in the day where Disney would, would come up with a film, right? And um, Dream DreamWorks would have like the same concept of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, give an example is like Bugs Life and Ants. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. Um, the two the two are vastly different, even though they're both about ants. Then you had um, oh, was it um, Madagascar and the Wild? Yeah. Um, again, very very different. I don't. I can't remember if Madagascar was Disney. I yeah yeah um oh maybe it was, it was, it was Pixar it was Pixar so I think it will come under Disney, um, so you have that going on there, but yeah I don't think we're struggling at all for animated for animated Madagascar sorry Madagascar was DreamWorks Universal Pictures. DreamWorks okay DreamWorks did that so who wait so who did the Wild then uh the Wild the Wild uh. It didn't come straight up. Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, the wild anime adventure comedy film that anime Steve Spies blah blah blah. 
Walt Disney. Wait, no, Disney did the wild. Oh Wait. my lord, it was ass. Was it live action? Well, it looks kind of live action. No, 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 it's, it's not. It's not live action. Um, it still uses um uh, not- it still uses animation. All of it's animated, but computer animated. Damn, that the wild was horrible. <laughs> Eddie is horrible. Kiva Sutherland, Jan Grosso, Jim Belushi, Richard King, Greg. I don't think I don't think I watched this. All right, fair. Um, came out in 2006. Fair. Yeah, I probably didn't watch um, this shit. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. So, so segue back to to a goofy movie. Um, I mean, if they do do a live action film of it, I'm sure they will do it. Um, what I want to see is them. I, I want to see the makeup being done similarly to how they look in um in this. Um, so I'm not expecting someone to have a huge mouth like Goofy does, but I'm like, for example, the noses can be done in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we've seen um, some absolutely amazing Powerline and Max cosplays by black cosplayers, so I don't see why if, they can't just... If, if, M- if MJ was alive, he I, I'd say he should do it. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. yeah. That, that would have been dope. Yeah. Then, yeah. Do you know what? I would, I, I would say, yeah, if he wasn't a, a bit of a dickhead, yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah, he could have done it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He can, he, he can do all the dance, he can sing. Do you know what I mean? I think he would have... But, his his reputation unfortunately is not the best so you know yeah. I, I don't see um, Disney doing that but Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah again maybe not goofy me I think that might be a bit over the top here but um, is it Atlantis yeah and then what's the other one is Atlantis and another like animated one that everyone says that why haven't Disney done a live action because Milo, the guy that plays Milo and the one that plays um, Kida, yeah, mm. literally just cast Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yeah, I see. I've seen people say that. Like literally, you 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 have that there, and then if you really, because do you know Atlantis is another one I've not seen, so I probably need to at some point watch that. I just oh, see, that's another good one. I see it's, a, not, it's not musical, but it's a good one. I see a big black hench dude, yeah. If you really want that money, you can cast the rock as that big black hench dude. <laughs> like literally <laughs> it, it, it's it's right there do you know what I mean yeah so boy um, but yeah no um, is there anything else you want to see or talk about the Goofy movie if not I'm going to swiftly move on um, I'll just say this that Goofy movie for me when I watched it because I also I mean we watched it together as well um, I think that it's one of those um, coming of age I say coming of age but um it's a film, it's a good film that, you know, looks at, say, teenagers. Um, and I guess it's that rebellious nature of teen, of, of, of teens. Um, I think it's good for, you know, preteen kids to watch, definitely. To be fair, anyone can watch it. Um, but um, I think more preteens, because it, it just gets you thinking about, you know, what it's like going to high school and everything like that obviously mm. from from well i say primary school secondary school because that's what, what we're used to it's easy for me to sort of um explain yeah, yeah. that sense yeah don't, don't going from, fuck the americans and their high school yeah. school and yeah um, it was an elementary school high school okay. yeah anyway so yeah for <laughs> primary school kids um especially with kids who are you know yeah year, year five year six moving on to uh, secondary school i think it's a good film for them especially because it just explores you as as you know you want to do your own thing, especially when you get into your seven, your eight, etc. And then you know your parents obviously try to 
rein you in on certain things that sort of like you maybe don't understand exactly why it is that they want you to do that or you do understand but at that moment in time it seems like you know, like, you know whatever they say is as important that kind of thing um it's a good coming of age story in that sense uh for for pre-teens and, and um teenagers um young very young teenagers i'm, I'm talking like between the ages of eight and 13 i'd say mm-hmm. um yeah it's good um also songs in there are really good as well especially when you listen to the lyrics um eye to eye definitely open road not so much <laughs> mm. but, but do you know what actually no it's all right now that I deep it right it's what it's more about the parents maintaining their relationships with their children yeah as the children get older want to go do their own thing mm. obviously parents will still think of their children as you yes. know still still being the kids they were when they were really young you know every time they fall over they cut themselves um, you were there to help them every time they went ran into issues you were there to help them out advise them that kind of thing and as the kids get older also we, we naturally move yeah. away from our parents yeah, whether, whether you go to a different school whether you hang out with your friends more than you're at home more that kind of thing mm-hmm. so it's really about a father who wants to at least maintain a relationship with his son who yeah. he thinks is he's losing because obviously son's not only getting older, but he's also getting into trouble. Yeah. And for the life of him, he's trying to understand why it is that he's getting into trouble. But it turns out that he's not doing anything he's bad. Like I mean, it's not, it's not as if he's taking, he's, he's, he's hanging out with, um, you know, a bad crowd or stuff like that. He just wants to be able to impress this girl and, you know, go see, go see Powerline. Um, I think, I think that's where it's like hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Next up, we have Matilda. I'm gonna talk about this for like ten seconds. This is bones. <laughs> this was not good. Um, I feel bad for everyone that kind of was involved in it because they acted their ass off. Um, the cast in itself was a really good cast. Um, you you know I don't like it when they race swap things. Um, but in a sense, I was just, I was just so unbothered. Uh, I felt a little bit bad for Lashana Lynch because I think she's a very good actor, but I don't think this was the role from her. Um, I'm feedbacking a little bit, so I don't know if your headphones are in or what. I can just hear myself um, a little bit. No, nah, it should just, it should be all you. Is that me? Okay, I don't know what yeah. I'm doing wrong. Then, um, ignore me. Um, yeah, um, the little girl. She was again. She acted her ass off. Um, I, I just and and okay. This is gonna sound very weird, yeah, because obviously mm-hmm. you know I like musicals, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I felt like this was too much. Like it was like too much singing, too much dancing. Like, and then they added extra elements to the Matilda story. Like I think the original was like maybe an hour and a half long. Yeah. This one was like two hours and 15 minutes. I was like, what are we doing for two hours and 15 minutes? Like, <laughs> just chill out. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I, did, did you watch this? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it, um, I think, a few months, like a month ago or two. Yeah, um, bones, I liked, I like this. Um, I like it. But, uh, so uh, let me tell you what I did like about it. I did, I did like the singing because the singing was fine. Nothing wrong with the singing. It was just the sheer volume of the singing. It was almost like things, scenes that could have just been, uh, um, 
you know, a conversation just to balance out the just 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 to basically balance out the scenes or balance out the the film. It was just all um, singing, but of course, it's a musical. But, yeah, but even my know. even in My Fair Lady that I've seen and The Lion King that I've seen, not every other. Not every other sentence is a, is a song, exactly. right? Exactly. Not every single bit needs to be singing. Yeah. I, okay. Do you know one um, thing? One thing that I did like here yeah, before. Sorry, before uh, jumping in on you. Yeah, go on. Is I did like all the dance choreography with the kids. Like that was fun. That was, that was cool. good. But other than that, man, too much. <laughs> um, I liked Miss Trudgeball in this as well. Um, I think she was all. To to be fair, I think we had. Actually, no, no, I can't. Uh, she, she's not a bad mischargeable, but I think she's equally as good uh, mischargeable in this one as we saw in the original um, film. Um, both are very imposing. Mm-hmm. Um, both have their own sense of, you know, how kids should be raised. Both are feared by both staff and uh, students alike. So she's a very good um, mischargeable in this one, uh, played by Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um Alicia Weir, I hope, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly, or V, however, however it is. Um, as Matilda, I think she did, I think she portrayed a good Matilda. Mm-hmm. Um, Lashana Lynch as Miss Honey, I don't mind the race swap. Um, yeah, because for, for this character, the race doesn't matter, right? Um, in, a, in, a, in a context of, um, of, of uh, I guess, a modern, a modern, England, um, I don't think the race up there matters. Wow. Uh, we also we also have um, how modern was the modern England though? Like it was still set kind of way back. And the, for me, the reason why it felt a bit weird, yeah, because didn't Miss Trunchable? They say that Miss Trunchable was Miss Honey's um, aunt. Step step. I was either mom, aunt, or step mom. I think it was aunt. Yeah, so, mm. from. Her mom's from her dad. From, no, sorry, from her mom's side. I thought it was from her dad's side. Was it from her dad's side? I, th- I think so. Well, either way, both her parents were black in it. Like, where was like where was this adopted sibling that clearly hated them? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, and then they made um the little cute girl that's normally black white, and I was just like, what? Well, why? Well, they had a good mix of race up then, right? Uh, <laughs> no one could complain. <laughs> not need, like, you know, like I said, sometimes, but again, it, do you know what? Sometimes mm. I don't care in it. Like sometimes when it's done well enough, I guess, and it's not a character that I've, I'm familiar with, I'm not bothering it. But yeah. like, I feel like because they, they didn't need to change it. And then, but by this case, it, it doesn't Bruce, matter. The Bruce kid, yeah, you know they had him in a fat suit. Oh, did they? Yeah. That you did your your that is especially funny, right? Because I saw some time ago people complaining that they were having enough um plus sized people playing, you know, fat people, right? Uh, as in uh playing fat characters, right? And I was like, Yeah, I understand that. But I just say it's like you don't be typecast as as you know the fat person in in, no, in all that, films, that, right? That, that, that I saw that's what happened with Rebel Wilson, where she was like the go-to fat person, and, and then she lost weight, and now she's not yeah. being cast in anything because everyone's typecast her as as you know the fat friend, the fat funny friend. Um, 
But no, I didn't know that I should put him in a in a in a I'm, fat I'm, suit. I'm That's pretty, I'm pretty sure in the Matilda trivia that I read, he's in. Mm. And if you look at his pictures, he's not fat. So nah, he's not. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna pull it up. But I'm pretty sure I read in the when I was going through the movie to like find out information about it. I'm pretty sure mm. I read that he wore a fat suit, and I was like, really? You couldn't even just in a sense cast a big kid that wanted to be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of those situations where I'll be like, you know what? If a black kid or an Asian kid was the best person for the job and you they couldn't find in a sense a fat, chubby white kid that can sing and dance, yeah, then I'll be like, you know what, cool. Hire hire the the the, the kid from a um what do you call it? A, a different a different ethnicity. Oh, see, so that's those, 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 are those the times that you can, you, it's successful for you to race Yeah, I think those are the times when, when you can't find nobody else. Well, not, it's not consistent, bro. It's not consistent. It's anyway, not I, I, don't think, I don't think it matters. Um, I also, I do, I, I do feel I liked um, Nigel, uh, played by Ashton Robertson. He's the quiet kid who can sing. Um, I think, I, do you know what? I think all in all, uh, Matilda was, was a good, um, uh, production mm. i'd say um you know i think of course some things could have been done better um definitely the singing the back-to-back singing would, would have been well it could be well left alone um so I, I i'll give a half chicken i'll say half chicken i don't know why i gave the game previously but i think i'll give a half chicken i was bored i was on my phone i was distracted <laughs> i was just like too much singing I was like, what, 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 what is the side story with this random a- Asian woman? Just because we yeah. didn't, it was like, you know what? What race don't we have in this movie? All right, we don't have an Indian woman. Let's add an Indian woman in it. I was just like, come on. Like, uh. oh, yeah. So, yeah, the, yeah, the boy that plays Bruce wears a fat suit. So, yeah. Clearly, and also, um, I was going to say that the, the original Matilda was set in the US, whereas originally, um, Matilda is set in the UK, so I don't know if that has a play on how you feel about it because, um, so like America did it first, right? With with the well, live action, I think they they changed it because of COVID. So that so I think oh, I read somewhere, um, the oh, I can't remember what did I say her name was Lashana or something. She wasn't meant Lashana, to Lashana Lynch. Yeah, she wasn't originally meant to play Miss Honey. I think mm. they wanted is it. Emma, not Emma Stone. What's the Harry Potter chick? Um, Emma Watson. I think they wanted her. Sorry, like, I can't. Basically, they wanted somebody else, mm-hmm. but then due to COVID, they had to delay it, and, uh, and because of travel restrictions, they were like, "Let's find a British actor that's based here," and then they cast her. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, I can't remember. There was they. They definitely had someone else in mind, and then. Covid happened and fuck things, as we all know, happened. Um, but yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I was really upset because I have fond memories of Matilda, uh, but this just wasn't it. Um, they even got rid of the brother for some strange reason. I was like, okay, yeah, they did, they cool. did. But, um, you don't want a brother? All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, because I guess because of uh, bullying. <laughs> I don't know. She she get well. She gets bullied. Mm, as I say, she kind of gets bullied by the kids when she first gets there, but. Yeah. Ah well, it is what it is. I didn't. Martin gave it a half chicken. I didn't enjoy it. Um, and you know, for someone that's a musical lover, to not enjoy it, kind of like, I felt bad a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I felt, I felt a little bit bad. 
that I didn't love. Well, not love it, but that I didn't enjoy it, which, you know, is a bit of a shame. Um, Indiana Jones and uh, Dial of Destiny. All right, I haven't seen this one, but I don't mind you telling me the details, and I'll just from what you tell me, I'll be able to sort of formulate my opinion. All right, how about that? It's an Indiana Jones movie. Yes. <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right. is it better than? Is it Tomb of the Crystal Skull? So is this, is, this is the thing. Like, I would have to go back and watch the Crystal Skull thing again, yeah, because I Cause don't that was remember, horrible. I don't remember it being that bad. And also, maybe I was a bit. No, of a, it was that bad. It was that bad. Maybe <laughs> I was also a bit of a Shia LaBeouf fanboy back then as well, because he was on Transformers. He was from Even Stevens. Maybe I was just very passionate for Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm passionate for another man. Is that yeah, you? Yeah. Fuck it. No, no homo in it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the street, the streets knowing it. Um, but no, I generally think that I remember when it came out, it got a lot of criticism. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I don't think like I held Indiana Jones in like such high regard, so to speak. I think uh, I definitely did. I think I might have watched them a little bit later on in life. Mm. Um, so that's maybe why, you know, again, it's another one of those ones where like I'm not beholden to it. Uh, it's I. I think my parents owned um, the VHS. I just don't remember watching it too much. All right. Because um, I definitely remember watching, um, oh, what was it called? Um, Indiana Jones and the Ra- so Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was that the first one? Um, I think it was the first one. That's the one where one of the, because um, uh, it was George Lucas, wasn't it? So I thought yes. it was one of those that had, um, in fact, it was the Easter egg one of them. Um, where it showed R two D two and C three P O on the um, on the wall as well the hieroglyphs. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I remember, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of Doom. Doom. Yeah. Um, the Last Crusade. And I sent ah, oh, it's Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, not Tomb of the Crystal Skulls. Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. That one that came in two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, I think I want to. Yeah. That was literally when uh, Shola Booth was doing um. Uh, the Transformers films, you're right. So, yeah. Um, to be fair, it, it, it was the, the story wasn't the, that great. The that's why I didn't Cru- like it. The Last Crusade came when I was born, so that's what I'm saying. I probably watched a lot of these much later on in life. Yeah, I watched these when I was a kid. <laughs> so yeah, I remember. I, I remember again having VHS for um, the first three, and then also when Crystal Skulls came out, I watched that in cinema. I, pr- um, I probably should do a remake because it might be one of those ones where, again, I probably might have seen so many different clips mm. that I, I might just think I've seen them. I've de- I'm pretty sure I have seen them. Mm. But yeah, I think one of these days I might do a little bit of a rewatch. All right. So let us know what you, what you think about uh, Dial of Destiny. Go on. Like I said, like, do you know, like those movies are just those movies, isn't it? Like, they're not like, for the most part, groundbreaking they not really change anything they have they, they they're just that film like it's almost like getting into fast and furious yeah and then be like oh what was that film was like it was a fast and furious movie there was fast cars there was dumb shit like again it's an indiana jones movie he was riding a horse there was chases he was getting shot by the nazis he had his whip he did his whole um oh, what, what's the thing good um oh no i left my hat but then i grabbed my hat um, oh yeah like, you know what I mean? He he did he did Indiana Jones things. Um, yeah. It 
it was a it, it was a it was it was a good movie. Like I say, it was like a half chicken. Um, the action was cool. Um, the storyline made sense with what they did. Uh, my boy Mads Mikkelsen, I can call him my boy because I've met him. Me and him have, have shared a beer together, you know. So my boy Mads Mikkelsen, um, mm-hmm. he, he 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 was a really good villain. Do you know what I mean? He did villainly well. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he did villainly well. Like, and and the story just fit well together. Um, there were some uh, cameos from some past um, people like Indiana Jones. It was a shame they didn't um, have um, ah, what's the name? The guy, ugh, the little, the little Asian boy. Um, the one that played short round in the first. That's the one. In the, yeah, it was a shame. Short round was in, in uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, it's a shame. Short round wasn't in it because then, like, you could kind of pass it on to short round and the girl. Cause they kind of tried to make the girl kind of be like the new Indiana Jones kind of thing, even though she was her own character. Um, no, do you know it? Like that's it. it. But you know, you know what, right? I think what happened to Shia LaBeouf because, of course, he was primed to be the next Indiana well, Jones, right? In that, fact, that, he was called Junior for that. The, so the fact that that movie wasn't very received well by everybody, they they canned him in it, and obviously he also kind of went a bit crazy. As yeah, well. but it wasn't his. I mean, it's in terms of the film. I mean, that's just down to poor writing, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, but like I said, again, I've not seen that film since it was like probably in the cinema. But I mm. remember enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, and it was a, a not a good film, then I'm wrong. But like I said, I remember enjoying it. I thought I remember it being a, a, a fun film. Um, again, like I said, when you maybe haven't seen the like what is considered the better quality movies um in this franchise in a while you know you're you're almost rating it by itself kind of thing like almost like i said it you could have taken this movie almost in a standalone universe in a sense and it would have still worked like obviously it benefits being you know having some of the history behind it um but yeah like for me Half chicken. What was what was cute is that when I was leaving the cinema, some old white lady came up to me and was like, oh, that was such a good movie. I was like, oh, she enjoyed it. I was like, you probably watched this <laughs> when you... Nice. I was like, you probably watched that first one, Indiana Jones movie, when you were a teenager. Now you're old as <laughs> shit. Like, this is, this is like, really... <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so I was like... Like, my... my there wasn't many of us... Um, on, I think when I was gonna say it, Friday, Friday, Friday mm-hmm. afternoon, um, there's maybe like ten people, and it generally was an older crowd. Do you know what I mean? Like who yeah, yeah, probably yeah. grew up with Indiana Jones, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, for the most part, I want to say cinema's kind of like, was it a young man's game? But I'll say, you know, generally people want to see more stuff like again, The Fast and Furious, like I. No one will see Fast and Furious, nah, bro. Everyone no will one. see Fast and Furious. Fuck you, man. Fast and Furious is sick. How, what, what is this Fast and Furious slander? Bruv, it's just no. What is this Fast and Furious? It's just, it's just no. <laughs> just I know you, no. What do you mean, just no? 
Listen, that's that's a conversation for another time. What but is this? I'm gonna make you redo a Fast and Furious rewatch. I'm gonna review. I it. am not rewatching. I see old school, bro. I am not doing it. I am not doing it. <laughs> I refuse, bro. I don't care. You can chain me. Listen, I'll do some get. Out, I'll, I'll do some get out shit where you strike the chair. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get some cotton buds, just like stick it in my ear and stuff like that. Oh, that's <laughs> jokes, man. I didn't realize yeah. you were a Fast and Furious hater. Do you know? I've seen. I've seen. I think I've seen every every single film besides the latest one that's out. Mm. Um. Yeah, but again, that's that's conversation for another time. Um, but it's, no, it sounds like you know, I love the reason why I love old people went to watch Indiana Jones is like he says because um, I mean, the first Indiana Jones came out in what nineteen eighty something. Eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. Lost Art came out in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, and remember back then, cinemas were not all, not only like. A new thing, or I say a new thing, but to be fair, sales been around for a while. But it, it, wasn't, means, uh, it wasn't in a style where they had so much action, I guess. Like it was color, Nazis, yeah, Bill Cody here and there. I think you know, it didn't in general, it's just, it's just a well made um, um, action comedy mm. um, series, or I say a series of films, yeah. Um, and back then you had VHS and stuff like that, cinema was super cheap as well. Mm. Um, I feel something and, like 50p and, to go see a film or whatever and it, the case and it was. it was an event as well. Like, literally, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right now, you can go to cinema as, like, 10 films. Like, I'm pretty sure back then, there was maybe, like, five films and, like, maybe only, like, three of them were any good. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You pretty know much. what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. no, like, I, I look forward to when maybe this comes out on rental or something, you watching it and, and, and giving your review of it. Uh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I'm a massive Indiana Jones fan, I, so I just want to remind people: yeah, a half chicken's means is a decent movie. Like, mm. you know, quarter chicken and lower. That's when you got to be a bit skeptical. But anything, you know, half chicken and above means that like it's decent. If you've got the capability to like, and you got the funds to, I'd say yeah, go go watch it in the cinema. Like, it's it's worth doing if you've got that capability. Um, mm. but if not wait for it to come out of streaming service like the only again the only thing I say is that like nowadays movies are just way too long like my bladder is struggling like I, my bladder held out for this one but generally this movie was 2 hours and 34 minutes oh dang that long yeah it's a bit long and I would say that one of the one of the guys yeah looked a little bit like um ah uh, is it Henry Cavill in uh, Mission Impossible where he had that like haircut no no wrong wrong what was the movie where oh not Chris Hemsworth Steve Rogers what's Steve Rogers name oh my um, gosh Captain, I know what, you know what I'm talking about isn't it? Steve Rogers uh, yeah. Fuck, Chris, say, Chris Evans that's it Chris Evans and he was like the bad guy um, and he was just like trying to kill people he was like the government agent guy and mm. he had he had that haircut basically he looked like that Okay. There's a, vil- there's a villainous movie that remind bit remind me of that character. Mm. All right then. What was the movie? The Gray Man. The Gray Man. There's oh, that, that's you actually talk about the film The Gray Man. That's yeah, it. and there's a guy that he, the the guy that he portrays in The Gray Man. Yeah, mm. there is the actor in the Indiana Jones movie, the new one. That looks, that looks that exactly like uh, Chris has, Evans. Has gone for that look. Yeah. All right then. Um. Let's see if we can find him. He's in like, he's in the trailer. Okay. And he and he looks like Chris Evans. What's, 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 this, what's this guy's name? The the, act, the character's name, sorry. Uh, 
probably douchebag Nazi number one. Um, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, Just a generic Nazi bad guy. <laughs> from, from, nah, because he, he had like a, a, a substantial role. I want to say it was Thomas Kreshman who played Colonel Webber, but I could be wrong. I'm probably right. wrong. I'm probably wrong. All right. I mean, there's there's Mark Keeling uh, that played Pontimus. Pontimus. Hmm. Yeah, but again, I haven't seen a film yet, so I'm not going to reel through everyone who I've seen there because uh, it's will be like needles in a haystack, again, wouldn't it? You, you'll see. He was like the he was like the bait, the main like villain kind of side mm. kind of thing. So yeah, you you you'll see right. you'll, you'll you'll see it when you watch it, and you'll be like, oh, he does look like the guy from Grey Man. All right, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, um, we'll give it a go. Yes. Uh, all right, I'm not going to talk too much on Concord Earth because Stevie talked about it uh, last week. I would mm-hmm. give it as a half chicken, um, not because of the the wit or the comedy. Um, as much as like she tried to be funny, like they did cover like true historical things and like true information. So it was it was nice to brush up on my history in a sense. Like when they yeah. talked about stuff with um, uh, Ford, I knew some of that. Um, when they talked about the pyramids, when they talked about Mary Curry and radioactivity. Mm. So, like, the certain, like, historical accuracies of the documentary yeah, helped me with, like, uh, my general knowledge and gave me a bit of a, a general knowledge refresher. And, like, at t- again, I'm not always going to seek stuff like that out, but at times, mm-hmm. like, I do like to watch documentaries about the past and stuff and, you know, going into space and that dog that was one-way trip. Like, those stuff there just refresh my memory. Um, yeah. So I, that's that's the only reason I give it a half chicken. If it was based on the woman and her performance, and like I think I smirked like once at one of her jokes, like mm. it, 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 like if I had been someone interviewing, yeah, and and Stevie said that they give they gave the people being interviewed a bit of a heads up as to what she's gonna do, yeah. yeah. I think I just cussed her out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you taking that absolute piss, like? Like you better be paying me double. Like, no, get the fuck. Like, I'm a professional, yeah. That's how you wanna treat me, yeah. Nah, fuck off. Like, um, <laughs> do you know what? I, I give it, I give it a half uh, chicken too because okay, cool. it was, it was literally, um, um, because also she's played by Diane Morgan, and I think Diane Morgan also, um, oh, didn't this, didn't this character come up in um another? Oh, what was it called? Another Netflix series. I have no idea. I like I don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm sure she did. Um, as um, I think it was the same character. I saw it very, very similar. I'm sure of it. Diane Morgan. Uh, what is she? Yeah. For? She was. I'm sure it's another Netflix. Was, maybe it was called. Maybe was, not Afterlife. Afterlife. With Ricky Gervais. Uh, oh, death, death, death to twenty twenty one. That was it. Death to twenty twenty one. She's in that. Yeah, she's in that one. So it's the same comedy uh, uh, piece in it. So uh, oh, and her, her name is ah Gemma Nerick in uh, Death to twenty twenty and Death to twenty twenty one. But that same character that she's got there for Gemma Nerick is the exact same one that she has for Kunk on Earth. Yes, Philomena Philomena Kunk. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> What a name! Just okay. what a name. Um, yeah. So what I liked about it is that do you know what? 
it's in a similar vein to, do you remember what back in the day you had, um, uh, oh, what was it? Um, Ali G, Ali G in the house. Ali G was doing his, um, his, um, interviews and stuff. Yeah. With famous, yeah, famous people. I, I feel, in, feel, in a way, it was similar to that because I know that Sasha Baron Cohen has done, has done it more recently yeah. where he's gone to America and doc and, um, asked, People, I guess, I think it was, I don't know if it was on Netflix or whatever, or maybe it was like Borat 2 or whatever it was, right? Or anyway, uh, the COVID times and stuff like that, right? He's doing it again. And you see people's like real life reactions to the questions he asks. And some stuff is just hilarious. I know he has um, several conversations with people like um, uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, he had a conversation with um, Rudy Giuliani as well. This was back when, just when the Trump administration, uh, administration was still there um, so I just saw it in a similar vein but obviously asking experts in the field about certain things right and again it was just it wasn't her specifically that was funny although she did word some things that I chuckled at yeah. but it was more just the reactions from these people because for the life of me I don't know maybe it's a British thing too right but it felt like these experts were trying to be... Actually, no, it's not just a British thing because you had experts who were from all over the place. So a lot of them were British. We also had some who were, I think, French and and Dutch or wherever else from, right? So it's just the reaction. Just try to be as polite as possible not to call her an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what she's saying and how she's asking. I don't know if I could have been polite. Like, I'm, and that's, that's the maddest thing here. I'm generally... Like, I know I can become, like... I come across super aggressive. and But, like, I'm a, I'm a softie, innit? And I'm generally mm. nice, innit? But I think yeah. I don't told her to fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, like nice, nice, I, nice people don't say they're nice. <laughs> no, nah, but nah, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not like an angel. That's what, that's just what I mean. I used to, say, I used to be able to say that I was a nice person because I feel mm. like I, I used to be like generally sweeter than, than, than most. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like, life happened. But um, yeah, no, that conquer earth. If you, if you've got some time to kill, it, it's definitely if you want to like improve your. Um, general knowledge is definitely worth a watch and again humour is very subjective so for what mm. we don't find funny others might find it absolutely hilarious so honestly it's the it's the it's, it's the expert's reaction to her questions that's mm. what that's what got me some of them were thinking is this person actually have me on are they genuinely genuinely having tried to have a, a, a serious discussion with me about about you know my topic yeah. So there's that there too, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Witcher season three. Um, oh, I have just finished that. Okay, <laughs> Literally cool. so, finished so, so it's a bit today. more fresh in your head than mine. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to say straight off the bat, it's a three piece. Yes, I agree. Three um, piece, me too. I think what hurts it a little bit is that they've turned the season to a part one and part two. Um, mm. Another thing that hurts it is that we know that at the end of the season. Henry Cavill's out. Yes. And it, it's like, in the back of your mind, you know that, like, you're no longer... And he's fantastic as Geralt. He's, like, amazing. <laughs> he's fantastic. Like, like he, he it's, it's like he was born to play this role. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And definitely. the fact that he's a nerd and he's played the game and, like, read all the millions of books or whatever that's out there yep. for The Witcher. Like, yep. he's... He's the one. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> a man called him. He's part of the Matrix. Yeah, he, like, it, you are the one. It's just him in it. Like he was born to the raider role of Geralt. Like it's, yeah. he's fucking fantastic at it. Um, mm. 
in terms of the season, I I really liked what they did at the end of um not the end at the end of the season where they showed you like that ballroom scene in like three different angles slash time frames. Um, I thought that was really cool. I really liked that. Um, I liked the action. I liked the choreography. Um, I did like um, what's her name a little bit more. Uh, what's the girl? S- no, oh, Cirilla. Cir- 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 yeah, Cirilla. Siri. Siri, yeah, Siri. So Siri, that's intro. I was on yeah. Cersei. Um, yeah, no, Siri. I I liked Siri a lot more than I I remembered liking her. I thought I think because I think maybe season two she might have been a little bit old, a bit of a whiny little brat. But um, yeah, with Siri, I think for me it was more the case of because I've only played The Witcher three, I haven't seen Siri from when she was a uh, princess fresh into her into this adventure, mm. and her now because. From The Witcher 3, Ciri is someone who is a very capable uh, hunter. Um, she's not a witcher, even though she would she, love to be a witcher. She's not a witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's someone who's very capable of looking after herself. Mm. And I think for this Witcher series, seeing her grow from, you know, fresh out of royalty, um, being treated a certain way to now living, you know, in life of, for the most part, squalor. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Always yeah. running and all that stuff then being trained by Geralt and Yennefer and then sort of coming into her own. Um, and obviously Yennefer and Geralt being uh, parent figures to her. Mm. Um, that's all stuff I've missed uh, from the first Witcher film to the second one. So for the first or third one. So um, I have no idea what her character was like before, but I like the fact that I too like the fact that she's um, becoming less annoying and becoming more capable, yeah, especially yeah. when she um, fights with Geralt mm-hmm. when they're at sea. And she's like learnt from his training. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. like calling out yeah. what the monsters are, saying what their weaknesses are. Like she's doing a really good job. Like I, yeah, pre- she I appreciated that. Like it was, it was good. It was good. I <laughs> it. I was, it was good. Um, I don't Netflix. Yeah, we love <laughs> you. Yeah, we love you for your model. Yeah, we love you because you drop everything at once. Yeah. Stop. However, I feel Stop. there's a however coming. No, no, there's nothing a however. Yeah. Stop with this new bullshit of dropping five episodes on July on, on June 30th and then dropping another five episodes two weeks later. Just fucking drop it all at once. Like like literally they 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 mm. uh, okay, I understand why they're doing it. From a business perspective, yeah. It avoids anyone that does that um sign up for a week. And then binge it, and then un- unsubscribe. You kind of force people to at least pay for a month or two, if you like, you know, spread out the um, the release date of what you know people are gonna want to watch. Yeah, but yeah. when someone has been paying for Netflix for like I don't know ten years, yeah, or however long Netflix has been about, yeah, just give it to me, yeah, inject it into my veins, like give it to me now. Yeah, I don't want to be doing five episodes now and then in two... Like, literally, I watched it... When did it drop? I think it dropped on Thursday and I was off that day, innit? Yeah? I literally watched it that morning. I watched all five episodes that morning and I was like, well, I'm done. Like, I could have watched the whole thing in one day, but I was like, oh, now I've got to wait another fucking two weeks. Like, Bleach is starting. I might not have time in two weeks. Yeah? Um, mm. Jujutsu Kaisen season two is coming back. Um, What else are we getting in season two of? Uh, jobless reincarnation like yep. anime is 
this summer this summer blocker anime year is fire yeah i might not have time to watch the the the, the final five episodes like i'm obviously gonna make time because i'm, I'm invested but like mm-hmm. there's other shit to watch you know what i mean like if they had dropped it like this week when there's not too much on i'd have, I'd have clapped it i'd have, I'd have finished the whole thing and review the whole thing mm. do you know what i mean fucking <sighs> annoying 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 but yeah that's that's you know that's my little gripe my little annoyance um mm. with it um is there anything else you want to say on regards to the witcher um, not nothing particular. I think I think this is a very good season. Um, I think it's a it's a three piece. Um, so far, everything that's happened is very much on brand for both uh, Yennefer, Siri, and Geralt. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaskia is is uh, hilarious. In fact, he also you know does a little play here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, all characters seem, for me anyway, feel like they are from their game co- uh, counterparts. I think some aren't. I don't know if they're again because I haven't played number one and number two. I don't know how if, if there are any new introductions or maybe they've cut out certain characters. But for the most part, it still feels very much like um, um, the Witcher series, mm. at least the Witcher three. Um, in especially when Geralt has to, you know, put his swords away, put on a, a monkey suit essentially yeah. <laughs> to, to go to go please some some royals or whoever. Um, he, uh, again, he's not he's not much of a politician. Uh, he just you know says says things as it is. He has like mm. the coat stuff. So mm. all that coming through to a surface, I thought for was 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 really, was really good. And also in the games, there are times where you do have to again put your swords away and through dialogue try and coax information out of people, exactly. um, or to or to even uh, create distractions whilst. Um, your sentry character is doing something else. I say sentry character, but as I know, the NPCs are doing something else. Um, so there is all that too there. Um, so yeah, three piece, three piece, still going strong. Um, I don't feel like it's a deviation from the games at all. Mm. Um, just bring on a second half because, like you, I don't want to do this first half, second half thing. Yeah, man. Either choose to release everything in one go, or go. I am going to do. We're going to release one episode a week. I'm much rather take one episode a week than. You know, a high, a small hiatus, and then releasing the second half of the series. Yeah, <sighs> it's, a, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Like, like I said, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a shame because of the weight. <laughs> yeah, like Netflix, you have your model. Like, don't don't be what you're not in it. Like, don't <laughs> just stick to what you're good at. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but no, that's a shame. Um, now, what is a whole chicken? Yeah, and boy. I was not expecting this. Nimona, mm. were you able to get a chance to watch this? No, I wasn't able to get a chance to. All right, I, I'm going to save this for next week, yeah. But like I said, I'm a, this I'll is, watch this, it as we finish recording. This this is a whole chicken. Um, and even more so, considering you know how I'm like about certain things, the fact that I'm giving this a whole chicken, yeah, shows you just how good it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a Look forward to reviewing that. Uh, the, the, reviewing that with you, uh, hearing your thoughts on it. But it's a whole chicken. Um, is there anything that you have watched in the last two weeks that I have not mentioned? Um. So, to be fair, no. I was trying to watch Extraction too, but um, I had to watch the first Extraction film, so I finished watching Extraction yeah, save, film. Save that for next week. Okay. Um. 
let's see. Do, 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 do. do we have any finales? I think we have the Demon Slayer finale, but we've spoken that already. Yep. Uh, I think that's everything. I think we're up to date on everything. Okay, yeah. cool. Nothing for me. Um, is it is it next recording that you're gonna give me a breakdown of all the finales of the animes you've been watching, or is that the week after? I think it'll be next week. Um, there's some. I think there's some animes that that have got 13 episodes in already. So mm-hmm. I got a cheat skill in another world and became a rival in real world too. Mm-hmm. That's got 30 episodes. So I don't know if that's the finale. Um, so I think next week we'll be seeing a lot of um, finales. A lot of these series coming to an end. But I'll let you know before before we record. Yeah, because um, obviously you've generally had a bit more time than me when it comes to watching anime. Um, like, yeah, it's about the only thing to make time for, really, like, and a few of the I'm, stuff that we have to cover. I'm, I'm annoyed that literally I picked like what three animes for the season, and yeah. I've only kept up to date with Demon Slayer. <laughs> well, you're still, well, when do you, when not when does your holiday end? Yeah, but I've got I've, I've got TV stuff I need to get through as well. No, get through the anime stuff. That's more important. Like you know, <laughs> you know, I still haven't watched Cyberpunk. Oh my lord! Exactly. Oh. Do you see? I see or Glass Onion. Oh. See, you see, you see, you see. To be fair, to be fair, Glass Onion I haven't seen either, but at least get rid of this backlog, please. I'm, I beg. I'm, I'm doing it slowly. Ugh. I've been watching stuff. Look how much stuff we covered this week. Do you know? I had to, I had to strap you to a chair. I just like, yeah, I should, I should do a get out on you. Just strap you to a chair, put on all this, do, this do, backlog, do you know and just watch it. Remember, I'm coaching, so that means that not just the practice days, even like leading up to it, I'm. You know, it's it's not easy, man. It's not easy, but that's why, like I said, we, you know, today there was a lot to cover, but yes, generally, was, yes. um, like next week we might do the Kraken movie if I get a chance to go see it. Extraction two, and like I mm. said, I might knock out the Last of Us and Mandalorian, um, season three or four. I don't even remember what season it is, um, because we never actually, I've never, we never actually covered it. I never actually watched it. I don't know if you did. Um, so we can get that put that out there into the world um, mm-hmm. but yeah um, guys if you are listening to this for the very first time you've reached the end thank you very much if you are someone that is coming crossing over from pop culture leftovers um, send us an email drop us a message just to let you know let us know like you know where you're coming from who you are kind of thing um, if you enjoyed it Please leave a rating on Apple Podcast. Um, leaving ratings help our visibility. Um, even if you didn't love it and you think it's only a free star, please drop us a rating, drop us some comments, give us some feedback, let us know what we can do to improve. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yo, Martin, as always, much love. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Say bye to Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.